And we are live once again for Grapple FPL Club. I'm Benno, with me, Andy Ogden, Chris Lene. Jamesy's on the way, um, catching the end of the United game, slash putting the, uh, the kids to bed, but we'll uh, we'll have Jamesy with us soon. But yeah, we're here for another FPL Club. It's uh, been a few weeks. How are we, gents? Uh, how's it going, Andy? We're on the... Um, we're on the Roman Reigns schedule now. We only come back for these big, uh, big game weeks now. Big doubles, big blanks. That's what we, uh, that's what we do over here now. Part timers. Yeah, and, and in them two weeks, I've probably used about minus twenty four as ever. So, uh... <laughs> oh, I love it. That's it. That's what we want. That's the proper. Uh, we're at the business end of the season now, as uh, everyone else starts to use their chips and uh, Mr. Chips is uh, on the on the outside, up against the glass, looking in. This chip usage, but we'll have uh, loads of that conversation today. And yeah, back with us uh, after uh, missing out last time. It's uh, it's great, Brashiel himself, uh, Chris Lene. Chris, how are you, mate? Oh, you're muted, mate. Uh, I think I'm sorry about that. <laughs> ah, no yeah, Hi, great to be out. Yeah, yeah uh, been away that long. I forgot to take myself off mute. Uh, <laughs> always a good start. Uh, yeah, you know, great to be back. Uh, good to see the uh, January transfers failed and you couldn't replace me with uh, Eddie or anybody. So uh, had, to be, <laughs> had to be brought back into the team. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, good to be back. And uh, I'm finally on the way up. So, uh, I'm, mm. you know. God, to, uh, that's why I was avoiding you, really. Just, uh, we said that last week. Like, that's start, why we all yeah. came back. Because <laughs> things were starting to turn around. Jamesy's in like the top 500 worldwide or something daft like that now. <laughs> that's an exaggeration, <laughs> but not that much of an exaggeration considering uh, where he is. But yeah, and I've noticed that. You've been uh, you've been climbing, mate. You've been... Uh, again, is is it this, is the secret just not doing FBL podcasts? Is that, um, <laughs> yeah, I did, laugh when, uh, I did laugh when Jamesy said that. And I was just like, oh, yeah, it's not... I mean, it's it's been an odd one. Like, uh, I'm still like just over two million in on mm. on the overall game, but like, um, I was four million. At, well, you know, restart after the World Cup, so uh, not too mm. bad in in that regard. But uh, yeah, I mean, there was one week where I was ten points above the average, and I still lost mm. places overall. And I was just like, I'm just in a quag- quagmire now, and it's just like there's a, so many people just kind of I think between maybe 2.5 million and 1.5 million that are just basically mm. the same team getting the same points all the time yeah. and you're just not yeah. moving. So unless you can do something really differential and break through, like I had a big mm. game last week, we'll get to it in a bit, but it's because I captain Rashford and right. I think captain Harland, if that hadn't mm. been paid off, you know, yeah. Harland scores that open goal that he had and, you know, City take any other one or two of the 25 chances they had in that game, then I, yeah. you know, Back down to three million. I was going to say, Chris, um, our Jeff's always looking at your team as like um, summit to aim for, and even even <laughs> even even he even he says like just looking at Chris's team, it's very similar to mine, and he's always trying to like do something yeah. different, like one or I two players. He had, um, and... he had Madison last week, and it didn't pay off for him. Yeah, um, oh no, he, 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 keeps mo- he keeps moaning about that to me. He's like, anytime <laughs> like I take someone else and put someone in, the person who he's took out as Buddy had a blind. It's just, yeah, just... <laughs> I mean, James has got yeah. it with uh, Martinez. He went Martinez mm-hmm. instead of Shaw. And I remember him saying when uh, Martinez scored, it rocketed him up the uh, yeah up the listing and stuff. And I, I've kind of gone for it. In, um, I, a lot of people brought in uh, Tyrone Mings and I went Consa mm-hmm. instead. Uh, and like people are looking at Tarkowski, and I'm looking at uh, Mikolenko uh, and that sort of thing. So it's the same defense, but it's a different player just for that 
little tweak mm. to see if it can make any difference. But you know, we'll go into those as we go on, I guess. Those small things in it, that looks like what what makes all the difference. Like I've been mm. I've been joking, I've got like a, a mini league rival in work. If you're watching Stu, hi. I hope he's not, because like <laughs> me me and Stu have had a rivalry going back in work to like two thousand and eight, something like that. And like I'm very involved in like, you know, the FPL YouTube stuff. He's very like he's very involved in FPL Reddit. But like we always okay. tend to have like similarish <laughs> teams. Like right now, he's been a few points behind me. We basically look like like two players different at this point. And it's just like I think he's used as triple captain already. But you start to get in that mode now. It's that part of the season where you're starting to think, oh, you know, what can I do to be different from the person I'm trying to catch? What can I I'm thinking with Stu, I'm a few points ahead for the first time in a few years. Shall I just copy him and just troll him to the end of the season and just <laughs> do as similar as I can so he can't leapfrog me? Like that's where you get to. Are you and your Jeff like that, Andy? Have you used like a, a what's what's Jeff like with, with with chips as well? That's what I want to know. Like well, is, no, he, is he is he miss, is Mr. Chips he, running the family? Yeah, he's he's as bad as me because I'll, I'll mm. see you know like uh, live FPL. You know when the mm. table updates at half twelve on a Saturday, and I'll I'll mm. scroll down because he's that far down. He won't mind me saying <laughs> that. I can see. I can no, see the minus, the minus fours and the minus eights, but mm. he, he, like I say, he's just trying to find something different. But as ever, as ever with any competition, yeah, we're, we're competitive. He beats me at everything, you know, pool. God knows it. He loves getting one over on me, but I'm happy yeah. to see that I'm getting one over on him this season. Um, so he, he's might. the pool player of the two. Who's the who's the who's the better better and who's the better drinker? They're the two main Ogden sports, are they not? I, I would say <laughs> I say gambling were as bad as each other. Um, drinking, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Jeff could handle it better. <laughs> yeah, wow! <laughs> Credit to Jeff there. There you go, one for Jeff. But yeah, gets competitive, you know. Gets gets out there, gets uh, gets busy. But yeah, just uh, just joining us here, jumping in. It's uh, the one and only Jamesy, um, the man who gives us credibility on this podcast at this point. Jamesy, uh, I was joking before, <laughs> you're top 500 in the world, but you might actually be. I haven't checked the numbers, but uh, hello, mate. Show us how it's done. Good to have you. <laughs> Alright, that's how it is. Hey. <laughs> Oh, good. Just talking to some prime uh, FPL shit housery. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't do that, though, mate. You wouldn't be like that at all. Oh, I would. <laughs> That's pretty much how I've played all season, I think. Defensively yeah. rather than offensively, and it's, it's working out okay so far. You'll have to excuse me. I have a match on in the background here. If I, if you hear some funny noises at any point, just ignore me. How are they getting up? One all. So three, three all in aggregate so far, yeah. There we go. We'll see what happens. Oh, yeah, you're in with a better shout than uh, than Liverpool from yesterday. We had uh, we did like grapple um, <laughs> yesterday, and Gareth jumped on it like half time, I think, to help us do the pre show. And being grapple, obviously, an hour later, we still had him. And like he che- he literally checked the score as he was all three. He was like, "Hang on, what score is it? How? What?" <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully that's not going to happen to you, uh, and we're not going to be at a, a bad luck charm. But yeah, obviously that's going on. A lot's going on in the real world of footy today. Obviously, yeah. John Motson, got to mention that as well. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, dying today, massive, massive voice of uh, the voice of footy. Um, in mm-hmm. general, you'd say like the amount of like tributes you've seen today, James. It's been ridiculous, hasn't it? But like, but well deserved. Got big memories of the uh, the big man. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah, um, like going back to the the days of before Sky Sports, when when all we had was BBC coverage of. FA Cup finals and FA Cup ties and match of the day and that kind of thing. Yeah, like, and mm-hmm. always seemed like like a nice man who just loved football more than anything, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, like, 
some of those. Somebody played, um, I saw on Twitter, they, they played his commentary of um, Robbie Keane's goal for Ireland in the mm. 2002 World Cup when, when he scored in the last minute to equalise against Germany. And it's iconic, you know what I mean? Just like uh, capturing the moment perfectly and capturing the joy of the Irish fans. And just, yeah, they, mm. they, they don't make commentators like him anymore, I don't think. You know, I think I think the Sky yeah, Sports yeah. comments, some of them are good enough, mm. but there's, mm. there's not not the same gravitas that the legs of Motti had, I think, back in the day, you know? Yeah, I think mm. being like the age we all are, he's kind of the voice of football mm. of us growing up, yep. you know, because like there was one one or two channels that would show the game and he'd be on, you know, one of them at least sort of thing. So it was all the big moments have been called by mm. him. Um, and even the stuff, there was videos doing the rounds today of it. It's kind of like interviews of him just talking about football and that sort of stuff. You'd see there was a, a great love for the game and it was uh, always seems a bit harsh. He just kind of got the boot and then... yeah. It didn't even get picked up by anybody else, which was an odd one. Like these days, you can't move for, you know, Mark Chapman being on every flipping game or, you know, that sort of thing, you know. Uh, so it, it did seem odd that he just kind of uh, took his uh, yes. took his papers and then oh, just kind of goal never there. came back. Is that a, a goal for United? Yeah, 2-1, uh, Anthony. Oh, yeah. Brilliant goal. Yeah, he him. Motson never took the uh, big sky money, did he? Or even, no, that was the thing. If, you yeah. know, when like an Amazon come along, oh, we'll get him in for a one shot deal. It, it, mm. it makes it sound like wrestling, doesn't it? Oh, it does, yeah. <laughs> you get that, don't you, with the commentators? Like, you they just, yeah. or like the pundits, it'll be like, hang on, how's he doing like BBC? And he's also doing like ITV's World Cup, what's it? Like, coverage. It's always like weird, isn't it? There's ones who are just yeah. kind of. Ali McCoy's is one recently, isn't he? Because he mm. was like, he's everywhere. ITV, and then he does Amazon mm. with uh, Clive Tilsley and, uh, was it, John Champion? And then it's, it's he turned up on Sky, you know, for one of the uh, League Cup matches, like, when, when when's this when's this deal been made? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he is probably the best. Uh, I guess color commentator you could call he it. Is. Uh, Brilliant. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's fantastic. Who was it that did the um, Super Bowl the other week, Chris? I've almost moaned about the ITV coverage. Who was it? Didn't they get like forty? Oh, I, I watched the uh, I watched the NFL, the actual like the American stream. So I'm not sure he was on the. Uh, this oh, it'll be, usually... it'll be him off um, BT Sport, won't it? Oh, Aaron Fletcher, Darren wasn't it? Fletcher. Darren Fletcher. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they usually bring in like Iron Mike, um, oh, what's his name? Carlson, Mike Carlson. Carlson yeah, Mike Carlson. That's an observer uh, subscriber, Mike Carlson. He's a big, yeah. uh, big rapper, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he used to be the one that always got it. But yeah, I didn't really see it. The, the British coverage is a little too dumbed down for me to mm. watch it, like uh, for the Super Bowl. Not enough XC. I, yeah. <laughs> <Not>. <laughs> I put it on for five minutes. It just sounded wrong. It was just like yeah. just hearing like this British voice kind of going on. And he had like a an ex player, Jack Crawford, I think it says here it was, on with him. Mm. Like I'm not even sure who that is. Like, but like at least you had an American accent in the booth as well. But it's like I just feel like with the Super Bowl, you want to do even if you're only floating in for that one game, you want to do it properly, don't you? You want like you want the American ads, you want the American commentators, yeah. you don't want the whole like back to the studio every time there's an ad break in America and there's pundits being forced to come up with stuff on the fly to talk about. You want the proper experience. Didn't you exactly, I think you yeah. said Christian, it was a quid, wasn't it, to get that properly um through NFL? Yeah, it was a quid for the network, uh, for the network mm. for just the uh, or a dollar for the uh for the network mm. and it's uh, for the NFL network for that game. So but it's kind of mm. like you know when you watch uh um as an English person, well, English or Irish person, watching the MLS and hearing American mm. commentators talk about soccer, 
it's the same yeah. as when you watch the NFL a lot. <laughs> And oh then yeah, you're listening to English people commentate. You just kind of like you, you just pick up on things that are just wrong, sort of. Thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's that kind of kind of vibe, isn't it? Well, Matty's been big on that uh, Twitter account this week. Hasn't he? The one that comes up with all like the um, you know the things all the footballers say, all the all little, um, <laughs> little phrases they use. Like, uh, but you hear like Americans say it on like what Because I always watch like the American streams of games, and it, you're right, it just sounds off, doesn't it? It just doesn't. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not words yeah. that should be coming out of their mouths. <laughs> Fine margins, yeah. fine margins. That's all. <laughs> so that's the one we always get from the Rochdale manager at the moment. He's all like, uh, "Fine margins," and we'll go again. Oh, you got to we'll do a go again as well. Respect, we yeah. go again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, get you get a lot of that. I've been watching the um, what you call it the uh, oh the the the, the Wrexham documentary. Welcome to Wrexham. And you got mm. like them two coming in, like completely unaware of anything to do with footy. Like literally, <laughs> like there's a point in the documentary where like they've, they've owned Wrexham for about a year, and someone's still explaining like the offside rule to them, or explaining like how the playoffs work. <laughs> and they're like, "Hang on, we don't just go up. What's going on there?" And it's just like this whole like just kind of this just world they've been like thrown into, and they're, they're trying to. They come. Ac- <laughs> I will say they come across well on that, the lads. Um, it's um, Ryan Reynolds, isn't it, and Rob uh, Mahaleni mm. from there. Uh, from always sunny, we ended up at their uh, football. I went for a drive a few weeks ago, and just we ended up like kind of going to Wales. We ended up in Wrexham. We had a pint in that pub that's in the documentary, which is the reason we started watching it. We hadn't seen it until that point, and there's like <laughs> there's all stuff there's all stuff in there, all like always sunny merchandise on the on the walls in there, and, like their autographs and stuff like that. It's a weird kind of clash of two cultures, you know what I mean? It's just like just just seems odd. Uh, there's like a big picture of Ryan Reynolds on, on the wall of like this. This old clubhouse. Um, they all seem happy with it. They all seem made up. The day, the day that we we went, Will Will Farrell had apparently been there for a pint, and he'd been to see the game that day, like three in the afternoon. So, like, <laughs> they get all the, the great and good in Wrexham now. Apparently, that's uh, that's what that documentary. That, that, that's where Will Farrell were doing like four games in uh, four days. He should have tried my wrestling schedule from 2018 to 2019. <laughs> yeah. <Harris. laughs> That's it. Get him around the country. Get him doing a 50-show year like uh, or a 100-show year like uh, that you lads were doing back in the day. Yeah. That's, the, that's the proper away day. None of this, uh, none of this lower league footy stuff. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw uh, Mike Dean, the, the referee from the Premier League. He had a week off and he went round Holland and he went to six games in like two days. Just like traveling around as a just a yeah, fan, sort of thing. Fan, yeah. yeah. Someone like Quite that though, you just think he's asking for trouble. Like someone who, who doesn't like him, he's made a bad call at some point, or he's in a football terrace. Then it mm. feels like there could be a. Wait, he, could he be goes, I can't remember which team it is he sports. It's a lower league. Tranmere. 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 Yeah. And he's he's in he's in the uh, the home end at that sometimes when he's uh, and yeah it's. Uh, it's yeah. good to see that you know because I mean referees don't get into the game because they don't because you know they get into it because they must love, love football so mm. yeah, it's good that they you know keep that connection. I was thinking that went to Holland. Oh yeah, just to get like because as you said, if if you went down to one of the English clubs and stood in the terrace, he'd probably get dogs abused. At least if he goes to England to over to Holland for a game, he's. Yeah. He's, you know, he's he's nobody. Yeah. Like he probably get a bit of peace and quiet. But yeah, it's nice to to know that these guys do love football. You know what I mean? And it's because mm. you you kind of you tend to view re- referees as the guys who ruin all the fun. You know what I mean? And the kill joys and all that kind of thing. But as you said, like mm. they're just guys who probably coached when they were younger and played and mm. themselves. And yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, it's, I think yeah. that's a bad thing. And it's a good way. I think it's a good idea of them to humanize referees a little bit as well. 
Um, Definitely. Because, you know, it's, 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 they, you know, they, they have such a bad reputation now at this stage, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always think that, like, whenever I've gone to see, like, Marine or, like, AFC Liverpool, like, and then Crosby, Gareth goes to see them a lot. Like, you just look at the refs and the lines, and it's like, you must really love this to accept, <laughs> like, this level of abuse from an Al fella who's, like, this close to you, like, by the touchline for, like, what, 20 quid or whatever you're making for the night. It's like, fucking hell, like, and you know you're not getting to the Premier League at any point, so, like, you know, because some of these fellas are, like, 45, you know what I mean? It's like, what are, what are they doing? Like, what's in it for them? It's horrible. But there you go. Got to have that, uh, that love of the game to do it. But I uh, suppose we should uh, get into the uh, the FPL uh, stuff. Speaking of uh, love of the game, got plenty to uh, update people on uh, this week after uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, I've heard rumours that one of us might be on a wild card um, this week. Uh, might be, uh, might be Jamesy there in the corner. Might have uh, lots to talk about. I know Chris has got some uh, some interesting pl- transfer plans. And uh, we said before, Jamesy Andy's like now on the outside looking in as we're all spending all these chips and these and these at the window. Or Mister Chips. Yeah, you'll you'll be Mister Hits for the rest of the season. I think. Andy, yeah, uh, Mister Minus. <laughs> the minus talk, literally. <laughs> You'll be logging in as Jeff just to get that that endorphin rush of using like his uh, his free hit or his wild card one because. <laughs> but uh, yeah, plenty to uh, to to talk, and yeah, I suppose we should uh, start with uh, having a quick look at the uh, the grapple FPL uh, league table, and uh, one of the the big points uh, from the, from that league table um, is Crystal and A. We'll go to you first, mate. Is, uh, is it your first week back as you uh, continue to climb the table? I see a little uh, green arrow next to your name there, mate, which is a uh, which is a nice sight. Um, since uh, before Christmas, it was uh, <laughs> it was not an not an often thing. You're uh, you're working your your way up the leagues, and you know we'll keep it brief as far as like the uh, the last few uh, weeks or so go. But yeah, going back the uh, the last three weeks since we uh, we last recorded game week twenty two, um, you were one of the few that uh, that played your uh, your triple captain and uh, in Rashford, um, that paid off mm. for you, and that paid off for uh, for Jamesy as well uh, last week with a, a seventy seven pointer, which was a a good week for you as well, and nailing the uh, the Harlan captain, and uh, this week uh, still above the average uh, sixty one uh, pointer again, going uh, going Rashford uh, captain. How would you uh, how would you sum up your uh, your last few weeks of a uh, a player and uh, yeah, no uh, no regrets on that triple captain. I I, I that hurts me oh, that no. I think that week I was so close to hitting that button. <laughs> now I've got no fucking clue when I'm gonna use it. None at all. Well that was the thing. I think um I was like if I don't use it this week I it would be Haaland the following week or mm. and I, I was like everybody probably use it then. So mm. I kind of uh, played the from from how far back I I, I still am kind of mm. need to make those decisions that are a little bit differential and need mm. them to pay off and you know, pre-World Cup, 50-50 decisions weren't really going my way at the minute mm. they are, uh, which is kind of uh, kind of the look of it. But, I mean, Rashford was in such good form going into mm. those games. What was it? Uh, Palace and then Leeds, wasn't it? And he scored in, uh, scored in mm. both and uh, got a full bonus and that sort of thing. So I can't complain uh, on mm. that. Next week, Haaland as captain. I'd done better if it was De Bruyne, but you're always going to captain Haaland, aren't you, I guess? Mm. Uh, but Sure, again with a, you know, I think it was an assist in that one and a clean sheet. It was, yeah, assisting yeah, yeah. clean sheet. Yeah, so that was uh, another mm. great one. And uh, I, mean, I mean, even that week though, I mean, I did take a minus four, but mm. I was, uh, I said at the start, I was ten points above average and still didn't even. I, I lost places, which just shows you how difficult it is in the in the, uh, yeah. in the in the mud of the uh, area where I am. Because I've seen people like um, like the 
the top content creators are getting scores lower than I am, but are still gaining places. Mm. Sort of thing because of where they are. Yeah, it's kind of like, but in the in the in the Maya, it's uh, much harder mm. to get out at the moment. And then last week, um, mm. yeah, I mean Rashford uh, was uh, just a massive differential. I think like, fifteen points he got anyway. Harlan got mm. two, so you know it's a big swing. Over yeah, that. Uh, Odegaard delivered again. Uh, Kane got an assist in here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, getting returns from Daddy Kane. Yeah, I mean. Um, We'll get to that later, but I, I can't see a reason to move off him at the moment, uh, even mm. if it's a double game week. But um, yeah, mm. it was just uh, just been some solid weeks that I've been missing for most of the year. So I'm hopeful it will continue, but um, it's, mm. it's getting tricky now. To there'll be calls that you'll make, and they'll uh, it's boom or bust, isn't it? I think uh, mm. in the next few weeks. Yeah, but doing stuff like that, nailing the Rashford triple captain, obviously massive. But I think. Mm. Even bigger than that's probably Nayland Rashford last week. You know, I was one of the many who just kind of defaulted to Haaland, which is definitely a conversation we can have whether you know Haaland by default is a, is really the shout anymore. But that just shows it, doesn't it? Like going against it and and back and difference, even if it's a relatively low scoring game week, can can make all the difference, can't it? And get, still give you a, a green arrow there. It's like the the Kane thing we were having the conversation last time out about him. It's like I was umming and ahhing about moving him on just because of the things I could have done with the money. And I think Jamesy talked me out of it. And on Jamesy's current run of form, I'm listening to Jamesy right now. Um, and I kept him. <laughs> Maybe not this week, but I kept him. And it was mm. just like, yeah, you know, he's Mr. Steady, isn't he? You know, five or six points. And he's yeah, a differential think... because everyone's looking elsewhere, aren't they? Everyone's looking at the doubles, which obviously we're going to be talking about today and looking at the blanks and not really looking at, you know, look at him, look at Matoma, you know, Brighton in general, look at the, the form players. Some of them are kind of getting forgotten and, and left behind. Yeah, I think with Kane, uh, if it wasn't for Haaland, he'd be the best striker in the game and he'd be mm. in everybody's team. Um, mm. So him being the second best striker, I mean, he's got the second most points. He's got 155 points this season mm. so far. And he's only 30 points behind, well, less than 30 points behind Haaland. Mm. So it's not as if he's a, a bad pick. The, the problem mm. is, that it's the money, isn't it? So if you took that, if you've got the money in Haaland, you take the money out of Kane, you put that into mm. midfield, a midfielder having an average game can mm. still get three points because you get a clean sheet bonus or whatever, and maybe an assist. Kane right. is basically doing it all for himself at the minute up front. At, you know, Sun until last week has been off the boil for ages. Kuloeski's mm. only just coming back from injury. Richardson's not been in the team, so mm. he's not got a lot of avenues for getting assists usually. Mm. Uh, so if he's not scoring, he's only getting you two points, and you can't have that much money wrapped up in a player that's only getting you two points on an off game sort of thing. So I can yeah. see the reason why people have moved away from him and get a. You know, mm-hmm. somebody like Watkins or Enketier or Darwin come into a purple mm-hmm. patch. Like you say, you can spread that money elsewhere. But I think there's enough quality at lower prices this year where you can afford to have two strikers and you'd still pick up the points in midfield and defence with lower price mm-hmm. options. Definitely. Yeah, it's one of those seasons, isn't it? Like you look at Arsenal's a good example of that where like all of their great players are all pretty much available between that. You know, at the lowest, you know, for the defenders, four mm. odd million, but for the midfielders, you know, it ranges from six to like eight million and really not much mm. more than yeah, that. It's like, like it's... next year, um, Saka's going to be 10 million, so they yeah. can break it up, sort of yeah. thing. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it'll be definitely be his last year as an eight million, it'll be nine, nine, five, ten million starting the next year, I'd have thought. Hmm. One thing I noted was in uh, in game week twenty three, you were one of the uh, the people to make that move, uh, Martinelli to Odegaard, that uh, that sideways uh, Arsenal mm. move um, paid off pretty I, much. Yeah, Straight I've been on that for ages. Mm. Um, 
because I, I really thought it was a sideways move. And I went, I think I still think I went a couple of weeks late on that. I could have gone earlier. And I was mm. late to move off Olmeron for Matoma. Mm. Or Matoma. Yeah, me too. I kept um, him too long. And it was because I was like, well, Odegaard is a sideways move. Mm. And um, Mitoma's got the blank game weeks coming up. So there's no point bringing them out and then it ended up that Almoron's got blank games coming out coming up as well and then yeah uh yeah then you missed like the two 10 pointers that Matoma got and then I got in for a a two 10 point games that he had and then I got in for the blank or whatever so uh Mm. yeah too late on that one got it right on the other one and yeah Martinelli looks like he'll be probably what two-thirds of the time now with um Mm. Trossard getting the rest. So. I would I would say yeah. like Matoma's Mat- Mat- last two weeks, he's only got two points and two points. So that's that's as soon as everyone's jumped on board the uh, bandwagon after his uh, couple mm, of good yeah. weeks. He uh, what was it, ten points and eleven points, and then as soon as everyone yeah. jumps on, it goes to shit as ever. Yeah, that, that was yeah exactly when I took him out for Almiron, and then Almiron scored. I think the following <laughs> week. And now Bruno uh, Guimaraes is coming back, and that's generally what's held Almiron back from being the attacking force because he's kind of having to play deeper and play a different role without Bruno yeah. G in the team sort of thing. But with him coming back, he'll probably go back to his old form. So That's the thing. <laughs> I feel the same about the other Bruno, Bruno Fernandes. He's uh, been yeah. punishing me a little bit lately. But I was going to say, just uh, quickly looking at this, uh, looking at the uh, the breakdown of his last few games, I'm loving that. Yeah, Chris makes his return to an FPL club and looks look what's on the FPL website now. XG, there it is. <laughs> XG, XA. I think you get the, a few of the defender stats on the proper website now, mate. It's gone mainstream. It's uh, it's there right in the in living colour now. <laughs> yeah, I think they've seen um, how much you know subscribers and that sort of thing. Places like Hub and mm. those sort of things are getting, and they're realising mm. that they have to up their game, sort of thing, to to try and stick yeah. with it. But yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. Um, mm. I guess it's I don't know uh, how well it can be explained to people that don't really give that much of a you know play casually sort of thing yeah um, but uh yeah if it's on there for the uh for the people that know what it Love is it. you can just quickly look over it sort of thing yeah that's it it's gonna ever we'll all be we'll all be talking it now it'll be like inside uh, the terms and wrestling it'll be uh it'll be you, you, you'll, you'll go into it you'll go into work and all the casual players will be like oh i, I wouldn't sign him chris he's got bad xg uh it's gonna become the uh the talk of the, <laughs> the town uh, but they're always like that's the thing with the fpl site they're always late for stuff like that aren't they like when the you know the f the, the fancy football scout website started and that was kind of a place to, to get any kind of analysis then they had their own scout then it was the the boom of the podcasters now they have their own podcast and there's like the uh, the FPL show on the website, so yeah, XG was uh, was always coming as well. But yeah, yeah overall, overall, Chris got to be happy with uh, that last three game weeks. Any other overall yeah, thoughts yeah, from last year? No, yeah, it's uh, it's been a, a a nice return. See some positive mm. things. My aim, I think, now is probably to try and get in the top million um, mm. and and see where I've got. I've got people in the grapple league that I've uh, kind of eye marked for you know try and catch this person up by this week and this person up by the you know next week sort of thing. So. I've got my mm. uh, my goals laid out, but it's. Uh, mm. I think as the season goes on, more people drop out, so you should see your rank rise a bit anyway. So I'm hopeful mm. uh, enough people have got bored with it with all these rearrangements that uh, I'll be able to sneak up a bit more. It's going to be a lot of people tempted as well to be like looking at the the, the team this week, thinking oh, I might want a free hit. Things like JP was asking me about that. I was like, mate, mm. hold off. There'll be better weeks think, that will be coming very soon, you know. Yeah, I think chip strategy from here on in for those that have got them is going to be mm. very important because I'm kind of like I, I think I know when I'm using the free hit 
and then I'm mm. trying to save the wild card and bench booster as late as possible. But uh, sure, sure. Well, I, I did uh, earlier in the week. Mm. I was like, oh, 27, 28, 29, and now I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll be going through that. I've got about fourteen different plans depending on what happens <laughs> next week as well. Um, but I was going to say, speaking of chips, well, we might have a new uh, Mr. Chips on the on the podcast because looking back at your few weeks, uh, <laughs> the last few weeks, uh, Jamesy. Played uh, triple captain along with uh, with Chris in uh, in twenty two. Also went uh, went along with Rashford. Never in doubt there, which I uh, listened to it on the uh, on the last podcast that we'd uh, recorded. As uh, <laughs> as far as going with that, as I mentioned before, you're on a you're on a wild card now. But triple digits in uh, in game week twenty two has got to look good. Uh, one hundred and four for that one. Seventy seven for game week uh, twenty three. Still uh, still well above the. Uh, the average same as Chris going with uh, with Captain Harland, and then yeah, this uh, this last week fifty one, maybe not quite as uh, quite as strong, but a rare rare dip in form for you, uh, Jamesy. But uh, yeah, still uh, still sitting pretty overall, and uh, still overall probably a uh, a good period, still moving in the right direction. Would you say? Oh yeah, still still tipping away happily. Um, have have just been defending my rank, I suppose, in a way. You know what I mean? And and I have very much been trying to cover off the highly owned assets i suppose you know what i mean um which i think like you know there, there are definitely weeks where you can take a punt and go for something but in in a, in a game that's 38 game weeks that's a whole year long yeah you have to kind of be careful as well you know what i mean and i as i said i have definitely found that keeping an eye on the the eo of of players this year has really served me well you know what i mean and mm-hmm noticing like keeping an eye on who has hurt me every week as well you know like um like not having bruno this week was a bit of a killer mm-hmm. for me you know um he, he and him and mares like i took a decision i think a couple of weeks ago to go to Bruyne over mares and it paid off the week i did it but this mm-hmm. week it didn't pay off you know what i mean and, yeah. and things like that I, I think keeping an eye on the highly owned assets trying to get as many of those into your team as possible is definitely a good way to go mm-hmm. um and as i said um i We'll talk about it later. I have played the wild card now, and I, I'll, I'll mm. explain the reasons I've done it. Um, but yeah, very happy. Um, and as I said, unfortunately, the Rashford, that was a big swing this week. Haaland mm. blanked and Rashford got 15. And I think that was yeah. anybody who, like, like Chris, who went on Rashford, really, really got a big jump this week. That was really the difference. Like It, it was a low-scoring week across the board. Like yeah. Newcastle didn't keep a clean sheet. Most people had one or both of Martinelli. Saka got the six points from them. People had the United clean sheet, but apart from that, it was blanks all over the place. Kane only got an assist kind of a thing. So in weeks mm. like that, if you can nail the captaincy and there is a big swing, that, that that's really how you can make a bit of a jump, you know? Yeah. Did you consider Rashford this week? Was it a, was it a consideration? Or oh, I, 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 I think Marcus Rashford, the way he's playing it, has to, has to now be a consideration every single week. Now, obviously, he's not playing this game week, but um, he has to, like, Holland has gone slightly off the boil and he's not the automatic pick that he was. I think mm. every week you now have to look at Rashford's match or if he's had a double game week and look at the game he has, he has to be a consideration because uh, like Chris said as well, it's easier for a midfielder to haul. Like if mm. if United win a game 1-0 and Rashford gets the winner, that's five points and keep a clean sheet. That's three plus five. That's 11 points for one goal. You know what I mean? Whereas I've had, I've had Kane lots of times where he scored once and it's a six pointer only, you know, because he's, um, it's, so it's, you know, yeah, definitely Rashford has to be a consideration from now on, I think, because, um, he's just like, he's lethal at the moment. You know what I mean? Like literally, if he shoots, if he gets in the box, 
There's full time in the United match one nil. Now I can concentrate fully. I'm going to say from um, the points you're doing your research <laughs> from the from, from the points he scored there over the last ten weeks. He's outscored Ireland, hasn't he? Yeah, I was going to say like if you told me before Christmas, if you showed me that screen and said, "Is that Rashford or Haaland?" I'll have been, I'll be like, "Well, <laughs> clearly Haaland," because you look at that: fifteen, eight, eight, twelve, seven, a two. 10 8 5, like that got that's going there backwards in time for Rashford, and then you compare that with Harlan. Like, it makes grim reading really because it's 2 6 4 2. There's a 17 in there, but then it's 6 2 2 6 again, you know, all, all yeah. since the uh, the international break. Like, that's that's you know, that just in pure numbers, like it's a no brainer, really, isn't it? Yeah. I think we're you know, we're all obviously ingrained in Harlan, we all know what he's capable of, like you know, like he showed against Wolves in, in game week 21, but like. Rashford's got to be the best player in the game right now, like by a, a fair amount there. Oh yeah, big time, big time. And like, there's there's definitely something weird happening with Man City. Like, uh, mm. yeah, Pep Pep is having some kind of existential crisis at the moment. I think where he he, he can't He's not play it He's definitely mm. overthinking it because, like, do you remember when, when we were sitting here? the first mm. 10 weeks of the season and it was ridiculous. Like, we'd be in our group mm. chat and it just, oh, there's another goal for Holland, another goal for Holland, yeah. another goal for Holland. And <laughs> yep. it was, it was like... Erling just... in capital letters from yeah. Andy. That's the Earl, Earl King from Andy, yeah. <laughs> okay. like, it, it, it was like they weren't thinking too much about it. They had this great striker. They were getting mm. the ball into him as much as they could and, and it was working great for them. And I think he, remember before the World Cup, I think they lost to Brentford and they got caught mm. on the break a couple of times and he had the whole six weeks of the World Cup to think about that defeat. And I think he's terrified now of being caught on the break. And I think he feels like they can't press as well as they used to with Haaland up front and they can't control games as much. So he's gone hyper, hyper into keeping the ball. Mm. Don't play any risky passes. And when you have a striker like Haaland up front, you should be playing risky passes. Like a, a poor pass beyond the defender can become a great pass because he's so strong and powerful, you know what I mean? But he doesn't want mm. them now playing those passes anymore. So it's mm. just a bit of a funny one where it's 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 all kind of, the system is kind of not working as well as it should. And he has become mm. like a normal striker now. You know, he's become a, yeah. he's become the equivalent of a 20 goal a season striker instead of a 40 goal a season striker, you know. And mm. then on the other hand, as we said, we have Rashford who just looks like every time he shoots, it looks like it's going in. He, he, Rashford is just playing at the moment on autopilot, he's not thinking. He's just playing a pure instinct, um, and he's he's red hot, you know. And and FPL more than anything is a game about getting on the right people when they're red hot, because no player is red hot for thirty eight games of a season, and you have to try and catch people on their five, ten, fifteen game run when they're really good, and then know when to get off them as well, you know. Mm. Yeah, and and that's it. I think you know that's the that's kind of the lesson we've we've all got a lane it's like you know a, a trip here for example you know they're still sat there at the minute you know he's kind of gone off the boil a little bit you know recently you say you say you know obviously he was the reliable for his eights his nines his eights but now we're into you know quite a few twos and ones lately De Bruyne another one of uh, your men Jamesy like that's one that me and you have been uh been uh, been cursing for for a while. I'm surprised to uh, to still see him uh, still see him knocking about uh, with your lot. But I, was he out and back in again? Was he with you, um, De Bruyne? Yeah, it, it was a bit of a. What did I have? I had um, I had Bruno for a double game week, mm. and then it, did the, the next week I think with them too. yeah, and then there was a Man City double game week. So the the easy yeah. move was to move on to him, and mm-hmm. then um, now 
Salah has the double game week. So the plan was always Bruno to KDB to Salah kind of a thing. Um, but like one one of the things when we look back on the season, I think is mm. how much better all our teams might have been if, if we had just ignored KDB mm. and Salah mm. and had yeah. Kane from day one as our second premium. Because there's yeah. so many other cheaper midfielders that we like, you know, if we had been on Matoma at the right time, if we'd mm. gotten on to Odegaard when he had that hot run a while back, yeah. um, all the six to eight million, like you said, Ben, like, and, and the money we could have put out, if we had just ignored those two for the whole season and the money we could have put yeah. elsewhere in our teams, you know, that's one of the big regrets. And you, <laughs> there's something about the 12 million players, though, isn't there? Like, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's a double Liverpool again this week. And despite, Feels more justifiable than it. Yeah, <laughs> and despite everything that's happened with Liverpool this season, despite them losing 5-2 only like, last night, yeah. their first thought is still get Mo Salah in and put the captain's armband on him. Like, you know what I mean? So There's like a nostalgia to it, isn't there, as well? It's that too, yeah. but it's all, it is. It's it's the price. If you eliminate it, like Rashford right now is a 12 million player, isn't he? Like, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. You, you he, was the million. he was 6.5 at the start of the start. That's one of the greatest underpricings in the history of the game. 6.5 million he was back at the start of the season. Plus, plus as well, he's down as a midfielder. And, you know, initially you think we rash, yeah. rash for these a striker. He's isn't a striker, it? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, James, you know, like you say, this this week didn't, uh, didn't go amazing for you, but you've still got to be happy overall. I mean, looking at your uh, your Game Week history screen there, mate. Look, still a lot of green arrows there uh, from the Christmas run. We didn't jinx you in Game Week uh, 22, at least. Got you up no. to the uh, top 8,000. 8, I, I was in the top... I think the first time in my life I was in the top 10K uh, properly at the end of a Game Week, so I was delighted with that. Bit of a <laughs> slip the last couple of weeks, but... Um, top uh, 10K okay. meant something like five years ago when there were like, you know, a quarter of as many players as there is now. So, like, that's, that's massive. You stayed in it last week week as well even with the red arrow and it's only yeah, this yeah, week no, you've I'm... just slipped out but that's a small red arrow you know nine thousand yeah. twelve thousand like can't be uh can't be too upset with that it's uh it's looking very realistic at this point isn't it i'm happy yeah i'm happy um it, it, it comes with pressure though you start you start kind of feeling <laughs> something about being in the top 10k it's like god you see you kind of feel a little bit more pressure on your decisions and that kind of thing and you're kind of thinking god mm-hmm. This is kind of big time stuff now, you know what I mean? But I like I, I can't complain now. I've I, I've I've had a decent run of it, and hoping hoping this this wild card playing it early on in this week, I think is is probably going to make or break the whole season. I think really, you know what I mean? Because um, it it could go either way, you know what I mean? And I I, I could be sitting here in twenty seven or twenty nine, having already blown my wild card, and everyone else is just getting on theirs, and that could really kill my season, you know what I mean? But we'll see what happens. Can't I was going to say before the launch of uh, FPL, Jamesy. <laughs> uh, top 10k finish. I could put it in my bio then, can't I? That's it, mate. Then yeah. spend it to the gym. <laughs> well, I was going to say before we have a look at mine and uh, man, Andy's team might have a, a little run in here. I don't know what's uh, what's going on here. Un- unannounced sneaking in through the uh, the back door here. Yeah. Uh, speaking of top 10k, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, from the bottom oh, 10k, Go on, Matty. <laughs> now, boy, this is just a quick run-in because I've seen the thing before. I just what's we're going on with all this Haaland talk here, Ben, in the draft. Everyone's trying to poach him off me. <laughs> what's going on? I was at a. I was saying in the group chat before. I was at a Matty's uh, stag at the weekend, and we were watching Liverpool, and like Darwin had just put one in, 
and we were surround on a table in Not- Nottingham Hooters, surrounded <laughs> by Liverpool supporters. I was like, this is me chance. So I was like, I tried to offer Matty a trade of, uh, of Darwin for Harland. Philip put a drink and then trying to get him to Not slap. on me. <laughs> My vision was, Jamesy, like all the other lads around the table were going to go, oh, yeah, Darwin, yeah, he's, he's a red, yeah, you want to get him in? Oh, look what he just did. And I'd be like, yeah, and you know what? He's got a double coming up as well. You know, you're probably... Uh, <laughs> You probably want that. <laughs> I threatened to That's... take your phone, didn't I, Matt? But we didn't get that. Shocking behaviour, mate. Sneaky move, man. You catch a man at his, awful, at his most vulnerable and his stag do. Full of drinks. <laughs> oh, most one. vulnerable. Oh, and I had God. Jordan as well. Jordan today trying to offer me four <laughs> players. <laughs> it's serious now at the top, isn't it? I mean, we've got to survive yeah. at the bottom. But at, at the, the top, bottom, mate, yeah. getting a doggy dog at the top. That's it. You, you hold on to Harlan, Matty. He's 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 the only man who'll save me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, Ben? You know what? I'm doing all right. I've moved quite a bit up in the actual proper one now, and I'm happy with that. I'm like 130 on now instead of 100. Yeah. You know what I've done though? You'd be proud of me, boys. I got on Rashford way before like his hot streak. I made Good him man, captain man. weeks ago. So I had the double week as well with them. And I got 100 points on that week. I got 90 points. So I'm keeping Rashford to the end of the season. I was my captain. So I'm happy with that. Would you reckon that, that good uh, that good tactic going forward? We've just been uh, talking, uh, yeah. talking Rashford up there. Got a lot of doubles coming up though as well, Matty. Have you been, have you been on the transfer mm. planners and stuff that we're going to have uh, on screen in a minute? You know, all the, uh... <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> I've actually... The draft... I went in for two transactions today on the draft. So yeah. uh, I'm being a bit more like planning for that because... If I go down, boys, I go down, to be honest with you. But I do, obviously, the, the uh, competitor in me wants to stay up. But, you know, I am a novice overall. But, you know, <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd like to stay up. I'd like to. I love that. I love that you, you're holding Haaland. You're holding... holding I, I honestly was considering <laughs> offering you some cash. Uh, I think you'd like to take it early this year. We'll see. But... No, I just thought I'd uh, I'd chime in, boys, just to say like I'm just glad it's back this because I need I do need to start like taking proper tips now, you know, getting <laughs> in the nitty gritty, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> What's that? What? We, I oh. guess we're the only FPL podcast you're listening to. Then it's just us. A lot of pressure there. <laughs> of you know, course, this James are fan of FPL, Jamesy, not a like FPL black box. No, not burning questions. <laughs> Grapple FPL club. I don't know if that's your uh, your best and only source, mate. We try though. We try. Oh, don't get me wrong. I've screenshotted some stuff that Chris has put in. I've got that shade before <laughs> in, in, in my back pocket. I have. Don't think I'm not. I'm not watching. And my eyes and my ears aren't there, boys. I tell you. Love it. Love it. I, I, I think, think what... you've uh, you've managed oh, to bring in Diego Costa in the uh, in the draft league. So oh, that should that should work out well for you, mate. Yeah, you Chris. We don't want it done. Because bloody Uber got Adam Armstrong for something as like my third striker. Mm. And I thought to myself, why is Cost? Don't tell me Cost is injured, Chris. No, no, he, he plays a good 10 minutes every week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone for 10 minutes. He probably... Gets the yellow card and gets off. That's, That's what he does every week. Right. <laughs> He probably plays more than Armstrong, though, doesn't he? Well, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, um... with him, though. I yeah. know that's it, James. I'm just yeah, hopefully just get because it's a double week. I just thought ah, I need someone 
to give me something, you know, some hope at least. And I got What's Reeman. Because all my defenders, Creswell, Kanate, Zuma, no, think, they've all been injured. Mi- I think you missed out on Reem. Think some oh, did fun. I? Yeah. Oh, Go to there, Chris. Uh, kill me, you kill me right now. Is, uh... <laughs> Jordan, oh, that, uh, isn't it? Is that Jordan? No, uh, JP, isn't it? Hulan. Yeah. Oh, oh, JP. Hulan, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah JP. I might have to offer him something, Ben. I've all yeah. my defenders, mate. Obviously, they've all got reds by them. It's like they're all injured or something. Be James back yeah. now as well, because he needs to be doing something. No, he's injured again, isn't he? Yeah, oh. But you've still got Harlan, that's the main thing. That's, that's all you need, mate. Come on, team. Well, up until he's had a bit of a sticky bit the past few weeks, though, hasn't he? He's Just not as staying, consistent yeah. as he was. Yeah, that's it. Well... Check your inbox, mate. Might make it. Might make an offer. You know, maybe one of your No one come at me with Harlan because it's going to just get only. the red, the red button, boys. But uh, it, only, it, only takes you to, it only takes you pressing the wrong, uh, the wrong button once. That's uh, that's, that's what I was waiting for. Don't get me wrong, mate. <laughs> hey, I've had I've had exams and everything today. My eyes are funny, but I still I still see that red when Beto's finger was made up when I pressed it. <laughs> The cheek, oh. honestly, the absolute cheek of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen, boys, it's only a quick, quick run in. You have a good show, and I'll speak to you all soon. Take it easy, boys. We heard um, Matty heard there was a podcast going on and grapple, and he wasn't on it, so uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like in that Hooters, like I said in the group chat, we were all sat there. Fucking Chris Wood walked in, like considering Forrest had just played City <laughs> over the road from Hooters in Nottingham, and he I was sat the there. As well, didn't he? he scored oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> he sat there wolfing down some wings and having a drink, and like there's these like City fans trying to start on him, and it was just like I get it if it was the other way round, and it was like you know some jumped up like Mares walks in or something like that, some jumped up City player on his. You know, hundreds of millions who's just like you know, just just score the last minute goal against Paul Nottingham Forest. It's like as a city fan, I feel like you've just got to be like, Well done, mate, congrats. Like, <laughs> why would you try and start a fight? You know, let the man have his chicken wings, unbelievable, which I should have done for Matthew as well, but worth a try. But uh, <laughs> anyway, after that uh, distraction, uh, yeah, we've got to have a quick look at uh, at your team uh, over the uh, the last few weeks, uh, Andy. Um, I've been uh, how things been going for you, mate? Have you been uh, been resisting the uh, the urge to uh, to splash too many points. How's the how's the uh, the last few weeks story gone for you? You can see there ninety three in a uh, in game week uh, twenty two, um, even without a triple captain Rashford, um, which is a uh, yeah, no, a good week, the, good uh, week that one. Uh, good, that was one where Rashford had a double, weren't it? So um, mm. I think he was the obvious choice to go for. But the Ar- well, Ireland, even though like the triple. The triple captain, like Chip, it's like it's you know it's right and great that Jamesy and Chris pulled it on that week. But the difference isn't huge, is it? You know what I mean? You yeah. still got 40 points from regular captain. And, you know, that, that 20 points, you know, could theoretically be made up elsewhere with, it, uh, with an old triple. But, yeah, 93 game week 22, oh. 73 game week uh, to be To be honest with that one, Ben, or 73, mm. you think, bloody hell, I've had a good week. And it, it, mm. I think that's the week where Chris was saying, like, I got 10 points above the average and still moved down. Mm. It, just, it just felt like... Um, a week where 
it, no. it just didn't feel like a 73-point week. It just felt like abject disappointment, which I should be yeah, used to being a Rochdale fan. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, 24, bit of not really a bounce back with uh, with 53 uh, points from that. Still still above the average, though. Um, and like I say, another uh, sneaky little uh, little four-pointer there. Um, but you're not, in a, not, not looking in bad shape. And, yeah, pretty, pretty okay kind of three-week period, I'd say, uh, say overall. Yeah, it's been... Um... You know, very steady on the overall. I think I'm about 1.2 million, which you know, compared to six, 6.4 million about six weeks ago, it's you know, got to be happy with it. I think my team from last week, um, well, I stuck Banner Shield in uh, for Chelsea because you know, they're playing in week 25 and week 28 when the blanks are and. Then, then they throw in a shitter, and don't they? And, uh, lose against Southampton. Matoma didn't turn up this week. Uh, mm. My worst one, I, I fell foul of uh, Pet Roulette, Mares. Mm. I, I think yeah. it was, is he called FPS? Like Luke on um, on mm. Twitter, he does like the Manchester City the, prediction. The table, yeah. Yeah, and reading him on Thursday, Friday last week, and he's going for right. Champions League is coming up. Generally, he leaves Mares for Champions League, so he won't be playing. And the thing was, I took Bruno, Bruno Fernandez out for Mares because thinking, well, uh, Man United haven't got the game in twenty five, and mm. Man City had like Bournemouth and Notts Forest coming up. You're thinking. Right, Mares will play, get a goal against them. Scratching his ass on bench instead, isn't he? Getting zero points. What, what an Killer. absolute shit of that were. And then Fernandez got, I think, 10 points, didn't he, last week? Yeah, um, yeah. <coughs> that one hurt me too, shipping him out. It was a, it was a painful one. I think mm. um, a good choice of man, what I did was um, stick Raya in instead of Ramsdale. Mm. Um Got got one extra point there. He's mm. he's going to be worthwhile coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks. You know when we go through the uh, mm. double game weeks because Brentford have got a couple, mm. aren't they? Coming up, yeah, have, yeah, twenty seven. They're going to be up against uh, Everton and Southampton, which is uh, as solid as a, a double you can uh, you can hope for there. But I was going to say, Andy, I think the biggest thing is like for you, it's big picture, like you said there, considering where you were um, before like the Christmas break. Like I've got that up on the screen there. Like, look at that! Like game week sixteen, five and a half million odd. You were yeah. like that steady climb, even since we last recorded. You know, into the millions. Like that's you know close to a million. You'll be in the nine hundred thousands in no time. There, that's like that's massive, isn't it? You know, so you've got to yeah. got to be happy overall. Those little, and that's the thing. I think you're being smarter about the hits. It's the it's little four points here and there, isn't it? Rather than going wild with like the 12 point hits and stuff like that. I, I think, I think it's one of them. You've got to think of like, right. I've no, obviously no chips left, but thinking, mm-hmm. right. I can do me free transfer. Cause I do me free transfer straight away. Once the, um, you know, the site's updated on Saturday, I get me free transfer sorted out there. Mm-hmm. And then, so it's like forgotten about. And then if I wanted to, I'd just go to a minus four, maybe, which is, Possibly me like my strategy over the next couple of weeks, but with with your team, you've got to try and think. I don't want to get rid of my best players, which is like your Trippiers, mm. uh, Saka, Al, and Kane, all them Rashford, because there's a lot of money tied up in them. But if you mm. sell them, you've got to get them back, and you might not have the, uh, you know, the funds. Mm. So it's just. 
to be honest, it's a lot of tinkering around with a couple of positions uh, that you were ch- saying about Newcastle earlier last three. Yeah, three yeah games. you had a couple of Newcastle defence at one point, didn't you? Yeah, um, and last three games they've they failed. So I'm I'm sort mm-hmm. of going away from I'm, I'm ke- like keeping Trippier, but going away from Burn and Botman and may maybe mm-hmm. go back to them down the line, and it's mm-hmm. going with you know your Brighton and Brentford, but we'll. Uh, yeah, we'll chat about that. But yeah, no, fairly fairly happy with what I what I have been getting. But yeah, that's that seventy three point week. I just like God, it, it should it, I should have had more feeling coming out mm. of that, but I didn't. Yeah, one of those weeks, one of those weeks. But like I say, got to look at that overall. Mm. Mm. I was just going to say there, Benno. Um, look at the value of Andy's team. Mm. Could you bring up the, that mm. that screen you just had up again? There, it was like. Mm. 104.5 million or something. Oof, look at that. That's unbelievable. Mm. I think that's because exactly what you said, because you do the transfer straight away. Mm. Yeah. Because, because what will often happen in a game week is mm. somebody becomes hot property and mm. over the course of the game week, their price goes up and up and up. Whereas if mm. you're just banging now, now there's a risk involved in what you're doing as well because you, you buy you buy Bruno Fernandez say, on, on, on the Sunday mm. night. Mm. And then he he gets injured on the Tuesday. You're fecked. You know what I mean. You, you so like there is a risk attached to it. But making mm. transfers early, like look at the well, of money. That's well, that's well fun, funnily enough, you say that is an advantage. That's an extra player, basically. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Funnily enough, James, you say that. So I've actually brought Darwin in for this week, mm. and then I sort of spotted, um, <coughs> excuse me, on uh, on Monday evening. Fucking hell, he's got an orange orange flag against oh, him. Yeah. Like, oh, God, shoulder, yeah. no. <laughs> That's the risk. Yeah, because yeah. he picked up like a shoulder knock um, during uh, Saturday's game, but thankfully he didn't mm. play in the Champions no, League. His grand, I, was, yeah. I, was, I was cursing me. I was cursing myself just looking for news. <laughs> like, is he fit? Is he fit? <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I think that's, you know, your chip strategy is one that most wouldn't have, you know, employ in the, you know, the quote-unquote FPL community. The transfer strategy maybe isn't one that people would do that early. Most people, like, I'm, I'm waiting this week for for news on it, on Mitrovic before I, uh, I make a move. But the longer I wait, you know, the more things are changing and I can't actually, I want to get Darwin and Salah in this week. I can't do that now. I'm like point one away from doing that now. Like, you know, you, you avoid kind of those problems and it goes in the opposite direction, like James but, said. But oh, yeah. with, with, uh, with, with Mitrovic, it says um, he doesn't look like he's going to play. But then again, uh, the manager's played that card before and he said, oh, he's not playing. And then he turns up on Saturday and scores two goals. I can't believe him. <laughs> That's that's the thing, but no overall big picture, Andy. Um, looking good, and I wish I could say that about myself. I'll keep mine uh, extremely brief because we'll get to the uh, the good stuff, which is the uh, the double game weeks uh, upcoming and uh, and James's wild card. But uh, just briefly uh, from me, uh, game week twenty two, I uh, came out with uh, with eighty seven points. Didn't do the uh, the triple cash, Captain Rashford. Wish I'd uh, given that more consideration because that is really yeah, he just smashed that, that week. Yeah. Oh, that is really been. I know that would have took me over the hundred club. I would have loved that. Um, yeah, and that's been in a hole in my pocket now because it's like I mm. don't really. I think I thought there was going to be a Harlem week that was going to be better, and how quickly that can change because now I'm mm. like, hmm, don't know. Not that I'd you know turn my nose up at a at a, at a nice big Harlem week if uh, when one does land, but at the same time, it's uh, I, I might be waiting a while for that one. 
um, and also who knows uh, where we're going to be. So definitely regret that. And yeah, like you say, Chris could have been a, an over a 100 weeks. So that was 22, 23, 76 points. Pretty, pretty good overall, just above the average. But like you lads were saying, one of those weeks where uh, people uh, high up the leagues uh, were, doing, uh, were doing very well. Happy to have... Uh, Stuck with Mares that week and this week, um, game week 24, 52 points. Not amazing. The one thing I am glad I did when we were there in, uh, in Nottingham, and I was uh, hanging out my arse on Saturday morning. I checked our group chat and I saw uh, one Crystal and I uh, pointing out the uh, some of the uh, the early news uh, coming coming through that uh, it didn't look like uh, Martinelli was going to be starting for Arsenal. Um, so it would trust hard. Uh, Coming in for him, so I made the uh, the sideways switch from Martinelli to Odegaard. In the end, there were two points in it. Is what it is, but you know, um, if I had I had a free transfer there, Ben, and a hole in my pocket, I could, I suppose, I could have uh, held on for uh, for this week. But yeah, that, those uh, those two points make up the uh, say. I have to do, I do have to make a minus four at some point. That's half of it done already. So I'll take that. Mm. I'm feeling uh, in better shape with uh, with Odegaard sat there, but. Main success story for me right now is yeah, is sticking with Kane, which as James said earlier is probably something I'm gonna gonna continue to do. And yeah, like I say, I've got the uh, the Arsenal boys I want this week. Maybe not quite as many as I have in the draft, where I at one point had about six Arsenal players. Um, but uh, still, I give, uh, I give him y'all as well, Benno. <laughs> yeah, got them all from you in uh, in trade. It's a bit more reasonable now. I think I'm now back down to four again. But uh, yeah. it was looking good that I wanted the full Arsenal starting eleven for me draft team. That would have been it. Uh, that would have been fun. <laughs> Don't know what what trade I would have to do to uh, to make that happen. But yeah, an overall an average few weeks for me, but definitely moving in the right direction after the, a poor start to the this uh, the second half of the season. But yeah, feeling good about about where I am. And yeah, I mean, I think the the question for me going forward and the question is the uh, the same as for everyone else. It's uh, what to do in these uh, these blanks and uh, and doubles coming up uh, as we heard earlier. Jamesy has uh, already uh, made the uh, the big move as far as. Uh, the wild card goes, but yeah, for anybody uh, watching or, or listening to this who's uh, still trying to uh, make up their uh, the plans of what they're going to do, thanks to uh, Ben Crellin um, on Twitter, who's a who's a must follow, isn't he, James? You definitely, oh, yeah. uh, if you're not following already, get him. Him and uh, James at uh, at Planet FPL as far mm-hmm. as uh, fixture planning and uh, and predictions and the like. Yeah. Are absolutely your man. He's right on it. There was you guys were like talking transfers in our group chat the other day, and literally like five minutes later, he popped in with the uh, with the double game week announcement. <laughs> five minutes after that, he'd given you the uh, the, uh, the the planner already, and the uh, and, and the uh, the likely uh, fixtures going forward. He's the uh, he's the man for all that stuff. But look at that, lads. As far as it, uh, a few weeks coming up, it's. It's going to be a nightmare to, uh, to 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 work our way through. You know where are the where are you gonna where are people gonna use in the wild cards? You still have them. Where's the bench boots gonna come in? Where's the free hit gonna come in? Varying plans uh, going through the uh, the FPL community. But sounds like James, yeah, you've made your your mind up already on uh, on what your plan's gonna be to uh, to navigate these uh, these crazy next few weeks. Yeah. Um... And it's not something I see many other people doing. There's a few people on Twitter doing it, but um, like my initial thought was, which I think will be a very popular one, is to play it in 27. Because mm. basically, if, if you play a wild card in 27, you can really attack the doubles in both 27 and 29 because there's like you've got the likes of Brentford and Brighton who double in both. Um, yeah. And then if you wanted to, then it, you could play the free hit in between. So Wildcard 27, free hit 28, and then even bench boost in 29 if you wanted as well. I think that'll be one of the more widely used tactics. 
Um, and I just thought that instead of doing it in 27, I just thought maybe playing the wild card a little earlier than 25 would suit my team a little bit better because mm. the, the team I had, I was there was a, there was a, quite a few things I wasn't happy with, um, and it wasn't very well set up for the for the double in 25. Um, and then just things like I didn't feel like I was on the best Arsenal players. Like I was on Martinelli, and he's become like he's he's he was dropped, and then yeah, he's getting sold off right there. I think you know, and I, I got lucky last week because he scored at the end yeah. of the game. You know, a fluky enough kind of a goal when the keeper came up for a call. about that. Yeah, and I kind <laughs> of felt like I, I'll take that as a parting gift from Martinelli and get off him. So I, yeah. I was looking at 25 and I was like, right, I want to get on Liverpool players. I want to juggle the Arsenal players around. Um, I think getting, I was on double Newcastle defence for quite a while. I felt like maybe that's not going to be viable moving forward. They seem to be conceding goals again, kind of, or you know, not keeping clean sheets at the very least. And Newcastle don't play this week. So the, it, I was looking at my team and going, God, like I, I would happily make eight or nine changes to my team here, and then I would be happy with it. You know what I mean? And yeah. then I and then what I did was I I, I did up a draft wild card for what I would do in twenty seven, and I kind of looked at my team for twenty five, and I was thinking, do you know what? There's not a massive amount of difference between the players I've picked for this and what I would do in twenty five, and it gives me an opportunity to get a lot more points in 25 than I would have done if I just kept my team or like I would have ended up maybe taking a minus 12 or something like that you know what I mean so you're down 12 points and 12 points is a massive amount of points you know what I mean um so I thought okay let's just go with it instead and I've I've kind of planned it out where um I'll have 10 players on the pitch in 25 and six Mm -hmm. of those will double um in 27 I'll have four players doubling uh, and they're the four players I'd want to double in the Brentford. Like it's Brentford and Brighton that are doubling. So I'll right. have I'll have Rea, I'll have Matoma, I'll have Estupinan, mm. and I'll have Tony. So I'm like, they're, they're the four guys you'd want. Um, I will be able to get nine or ten players on the pitch for 28 without mm. playing the free hit. Mm. And then I'll have with transfers, I'll be I'll nearly be able to bench boost in 29. I'll have 11 or 12 players doubling, and the players not doubling are the likes of Saka, Odegaard. And Holland, so mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's a really good compromise wild card that kind of really sets. I, I can navigate nicely through twenty five to twenty nine, mm-hmm. where a lot of people who will have who will wild card in twenty nine will use their free hit in twenty eight. I'll be able to avoid that, so I'll yeah. come out of it at the end of twenty nine still with my free hit in my pocket. Um, I may or may not play the bench boost. I probably will play the bench boost in twenty nine just to get rid of it because it can mess your team up trying to build up yeah. towards a bench boost. Um, and I think the, having a free hit at that point going into game 30 is very valuable because 32 is going to be, like, you look at that 32, that's going to be a bloodbath. There's going to be so yeah. many blanks in that way. It's, it's not even so many blank matches. It's the way the matches fall. You're probably going to get Chelsea against United not happening, which is a lot right. of players for people. You're going to get Arsenal. Who are Arsenal playing that week? Arsenal, Southampton are still in the cup. So if they make the semi-finals, Arsenal won't play. What's the other yeah. big one is Tottenham Newcastle. So, like you know, straight away a lot of the highly owned assets mightn't play. Um, so you very well might want to have your free hit then, or you might want to play the free hit in one of those big double game weeks, 34, 37, you know. So mm-hmm. um it suited my team, as I said, and it yeah. was specifically because I wasn't re I was not happy whatsoever with the way my team looked for 25. 
and I know I'm, mm. and I'm happy. I, I, you know, I've I, what I, a website I would recommend to people is FPL Team, yeah. where you can do your transfers. But I find just doing the transfers on the FPL website, what you really need to do then is look at what those transfers look like each game week. You know what I mean? Because mm. you actually get to see God. Who would I put on the bench that week? That yep. week, maybe that's the week I can then bring in this guy and drop that guy. Um, and I just feel like it's a nice way of negotiating these five or six weeks where I don't suffer in any of those weeks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas I think if you play the wild card in 27, you probably suffer in 28. And you're yep. also taking hits in 25. And I, I won't take any hits any week from 25 to 29. Um, so, like, there's a lot of those weeks I'll be up on people who are having to take hits every week. You know? J- so, J- James, eh? James, eh? I've yeah. got to say, I, I, I was doing that team planner as well yeah. and, and with my team if I made like one or two moves to like an extra Brighton or an extra Brentford it's when it gets to like 27 and 28 there's there's, te- there's players from like Newcastle and Man United that are ending up on my bench just because yeah. I want the, yeah. want the double games of, uh, of them That's two the risk, isn't it? Yeah. I've, I've done, the, done the exact same thing in 27 I've looked at my team and it's like to get doublers in I'll be benching Arsenal players when they're away to Fulham. I'll be benching United players at home to Southampton. I'm looking at it going, maybe I don't need to break my team for that. Maybe I need to call fire. Because there's going to be, we can't win every one of these these double game weeks, can we? There's going to be, whatever strategy you employ, Chris, one is going to, you know, one of these weeks is going to be the bloodbath for you, isn't it? And it's like, accepting where that's going to happen. And I'm wondering whether, yeah, Brentford and Bright and Brighton, I can probably live without for the most part. Maybe have one player in there. That kind of works for my team. It's yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's it's not unprecedented, but like it's rare for it to be this wild. Like as mm. far as the, the doubles go, just looking at that and like not not picture there on on Ben Crellin's chart. He's got the uh, the probable thirty four doubles in there, but as Jamesy rightly said, there's expected to have a, a reasonably sized double in thirty seven as well. Yeah, like how do you how do you navigate this, Chris? Like Jamesy's it's, got his plan. I like yeah. that plan. <laughs> but yeah. what are you thinking? It's, it's an absolute minefield, as you, as you say. I mean the. Um... The lad is it James uh, that does the fixtures mm-hmm. as well as yeah, um, on yeah, the podcast. He was, yeah, he was saying how the the Premier League have bat themselves into a corner where there's one game that can't fit in anywhere at the moment. So yeah. who knows what's going to happen with that? But by the time we get past this, I think by the time you're in 34, that's when I'm hoping to still have my wild card. So exactly. I'm kind of like I'm taking 28 probably just as a week off and not really worrying about how that falls out. I mean, yeah. You've got to wait for the FA Cup games anyway, so you don't want to be planning too far ahead. But mm. um, I mean, the cup games, you're kind of thinking there won't be that many upsets. So, because no. uh, I mean, you're looking at so Brighton have got Stoke, yeah. Uh, Leicester have got Blackburn. I'd expect Blackburn to win that, but that's me. Yeah. Man City, Bristol City, they they should win that. Yeah. Spurs have got Sheffield United. They should win that. United and West Ham. The conspiracy theorist in me says that West Ham win that because the referees screw United over just so that United can get some more Premier League fixtures and uh, <laughs> sort of thing. Because I think they, they've got um, scheduling problems if they keep on going too far in all these yeah. tournaments. And um, United winning tonight is a disaster for for yeah. planning. I mean, because if, if they keep playing midweek games in Europe, 
there's going to be some amount of backlog. They're in a final this week. If they stay in yeah. the FA Cup, it's going to be like, in a way, it'll be great for the game because you'd have so many United doubles. You could load up on the United players towards the end of the season because they'll be, be playing a, doubles every week. Like, they could mm-hmm. play triple uh, 37 or something. It like, could be something. Has that ever happened happen where a team's had like a triple game week? Yeah. Has it happened yeah. many a time? Once or twice, I think it is. Yeah. And yeah. the problem, the thing is that it sounds like the stuff of dreams. But the yeah. thing is, like, imagine the rotation. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Your yeah. chances yeah. you get the one who's going to play three times. Maybe the goalie. Everyone, like, triple captain. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Your best tip yeah, on one of them. Right. Like, anyone then. The Man United midfield for a game would be that uh, Maynu guy that's just started in Ganacio, and yeah. uh, <laughs> that'd be about it. Be great for the uh, draft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Could take some risks there. Could yeah. Could be yeah. Cool. I mean, mm. The way go, I've go, kind go. of looked at it, I was just kind of thinking, um, ideally, I'm going to try and bench boost 29 and yeah. then free hit 32 and then wild card 34, something mm. like that. Uh, yeah. Then. Um, so you're going to bench boost before the wild card is what you're thinking? Yeah, I'm going to try and plan it out for the next couple of weeks to try and get enough players in 29 to make it worth it. But we'll see how it mm. goes. But, uh, I think 29, you've got to, you could really attack that week with mm. all the double game week teams. Yeah. But I mean, that could be a free free hit week instead of 20, 28, where you're just trying to make up the numbers. 29, you're actually attacking the week, trying to get the better players in, sort of thing. Well, if that... that makes sense. That's the thing that, to your credit, to what you're saying there, like 29 is like the one that's getting talked up. It's the one that's just been announced. It's the big double game week. But it, when it's a big double game week, you can almost fall into it, can't you? Like you yeah. literally, like it'd be hard not to have 11 doublers, like <laughs> based yeah. on like obviously you know Arsenal missing and there's there's ideal players you want from there, but they're playing Leeds at home anyway. You know, like it's actually. Yeah, I think- you you, you well, wouldn't really touch you wouldn't really touch Liverpool from that, did it? Man City and Chelsea mm. away, both of them. Yeah, yeah. And then they've got this, then they've got yeah. Arsenal the following week, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's 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 not a great when you actually look at the matches teams have. The mm. teams you'd want to have really good matches don't really. Um, mm. Brighton have a nice one, I think. Brentford right. at home, Bournemouth away. That's a, that's a nice double game week. But again, like. Nuts Forest have a lovely one, but who wants Nuts? Like, like the Wolves and Leeds, it's a great double. You probably like, have. Are, are you really going to get on Nuts Forest players? You know, Brent, West Brennan, Ham. Jo- Brennan Johnson would be the one, wouldn't it? Yeah, uh, Nottingham yeah. Forest. But like it's yeah, it's uh, and the one the games the big teams have. Um, mm. which, uh, just what you were saying there, Chris, as well about the the FA Cup. The most important one of the most important matches of the FPL season is the the FA Cup match between. Oh, Fulham and Leeds. Fulham against Leeds. Because Mm. if, like, you would expect Fulham to win that. And if they do, it means Liverpool blank in 28. But Mm. if Leeds did go there and pull off a shock, that suddenly means a lot of people won't play their free hit chip because Mm. a lot of people are going to load up on Liverpool this week because they have a double. Yeah. If you had three Liverpool players and they suddenly don't blank in 28, Suddenly, the need for you to play that chip, and it's a nice game they have. Like it's it's Fulham at home as yeah. well. It's not a bad fixture. Mm. A lot that would like so that, that could be, have a huge bearing, and that's one of the one of the weaknesses of my policy of playing the wild card now is I don't know the result of that game, so it makes That'll it hard for me. To, makes mm. the, yeah, so it, it will have happened by the time I've played the card. I played the wild card <laughs> now. It's too late. So the people yeah. who are waiting to play their wild card in twenty seven 
have a great advantage there. Like if they if they will know for sure what's happening with that Liverpool game, because I think that would be the difference between maybe playing your free hit and not playing your free hit. You know. Yeah, I'm I'm one of those like I think every year I always leave it too late with the wild card. So I massively admire your strategy, Jamesy. Like I think I think well, the, we'll see. No, the the positive is you know you're pretty much. You know, you've got a good idea of like from now to twenty nine. Mm. It's what's further in the future. It's you know, obviously that that twenty eight is gonna be, might be a fly in the ointment, and then it's you know, the further away you get from your wild card, the less effective it's gonna be. Yeah. You know, for thirty four and thirty seven. Yeah. But I think I lean into that too heavily because I will every season I do this. I just use my wild card as late as possible. I swear there was a season where most of the content creators and myself included like held on to it's like something daft like game week 35 you know and it's just like at that point like you know what's the point it's not even a wild card it's basically a free hit you're getting three game weeks out of it so the positive is you're getting a longer stretch out of it aren't you even if that 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 weakness does come later but like yeah i think i think my tendency is to go late and that's where i'm leaning at the minute i'm you know, I'm quite mm. well set up for, for this game week with a couple of transfers. As I mentioned, the more I look at the planner, the more I think a 27 is a bit of a bogey game week. Maybe a Matoma comes in, maybe a James, a Jimmy Tony comes in. Um, maybe that's what I uh, <laughs> what I look at uh, there. Um, I'll never let that one go. Um, 28 is, you know, anyone who's not watching the graphic who uh, happens to be listening on the podcast, like, like we've said, that could be a bloodbath as far as blanks go um, that week. But again, the way I'm wired as a manager, I've kind of I come into it with the attitude of, ah, I don't want to use my free hit in a blank. I don't want to use that in 28. I want to use it in a 29 where I can have the 11 best possible doublers. But again, as I said before, there's a chance I might fall into 29 and a very good chance for there based on my squad at the minute with a, a strong 11 regardless yeah, I mean, of doing that. So, you've, got, yeah. you've got four four or five transfers for free mm. between now yeah. and 29. So you should realistically yeah. be able to get your team in good enough position to yeah. navigate that and then only need to take, a, you know, a 4.8 point hit at that stage to get what you'd be able to get off a free hit, really. This yeah. week, I don't feel the need that you need to jump out and get every... Uh, you, I don't feel that you need, you know, six, seven, eight, nine mm. doublers because yeah. a lot of the teams doubling aren't I mean, Liverpool, obviously, attacking options are, are great, but Everton, Wolves, you're not jumping over yourself no. to try and get them players no. in. And you're uh, stuck with them then, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I, mean, I think people have really taught themselves into the idea that Tarkovsky's going to score a header. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, I, I, you know, just to rattle, you know, rattle off random stats, but like, um, in the top five leagues in Europe, the percentage of chance scoring from a corner is 3 to 4%. Everton get right. five corners a game. So, you know, you're getting 4% chance five times a game and then it needs to be Tarkovsky that headers it and (laughs) gets it in. So, you know, you're looking at a minuscule ideal of the the chance that you'll score. He's definitely going to do it now. Yeah, he's definitely (laughs) going to do it now. But, but, I mean, you play the the numbers. We'll clip this. We'll use it next time. (laughs) (laughs) the intro. But, you know, you you play the numbers. He he scored a header two, two, three Mm. weeks ago. They ha- mm. they've only had fifteen corners in that time, you yeah. know. You're looking at least until the end of this season before he scores another goal from a he- direct from a corner on mm. just on the law of averages sort of thing. So I think yeah, the only you, the back. only thing about him is he will play in twenty eight, and he will yeah. play in thirty two as well. So he like he, he is a decent. Forest next week. 
Yeah, and yeah. So he's a decent long term pick in terms of you can sit him on your bench most of the time, and then like he will yeah. be a body on the pitch in those blanks as well, you know. So that's that's something at least, you know. Yeah, I, um, I mean, you could look at Conor Cody or Michaelenko. I think uh, Michaelenko has probably yeah. got a better um, attacking presence because he gets you know, the, yeah. the win back. He gets yeah. further forward. If they ever score from open play, he's you know got a good chance of providing the ball in sort of thing. So, and uh, as we were chatting, again, from Chris, him. as we were chatting earlier, only all, good old Seamus Coleman, fifteen points this week. Yeah, with, well, I mean, <laughs> he was free in the draft as well until well, last I had week, him, you know, I had him as well, Seamus. Oh, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> yeah, map on that. I mean. I mean, it looks like he's in for a couple more games as well because Patterson's still out. So if you did, That's if you did hoard Patterson on your bench for a while, um, it's time to shift him out. But a lot of people uh, did, didn't they? A lot of people went early on Patterson, and it's not worked out. Patterson and Bueno, it's not yeah. really worked out for either. Yeah. I don't think that well. I, I, but, I was uh, keeping the two of them, and that's that's another reason why it makes sense for me to play the wild card now because they, yeah. yeah, what what if I had kept them? What would you get combined from both of their double game weeks? If you got three yeah. or four points, well, you'd probably be delighted, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Patterson's probably a zero and Bueno might yeah. be a three. Yeah. <laughs> he, he might start, he might start one and be on the bench for the other. And, yeah. and but like and, it's, it's, it's two away games. It's, it's Liverpool away and someone else yeah. away. Who is it there? Fulham, well, Fulham, Fulham away. Well. Fulham away. They're, they're, they're two very hard matches. Fulham are very good. Like, so I mean, it's like, hmm. what are you doing, you know? Yeah, that's it. I think people have been working themselves into a shoot with this, uh, to use a wrestling phrase with this double <laughs> com- this week and the double in a couple of weeks. But like it is, it, it's yeah. so hard because like I, like I say, with my plan, I think probably late wild card, I think probably late bench boost, you know, in, uh, in 34, maybe even, you know, 37, you know, later on. That's probably the way around I'm going to do it. But I think the main thing I'm thinking is just to stay open, like to the possibilities and kind of, mm. you know, mm. right now, I think that's my plan. But it might just turn out a couple of injuries here, a couple of injuries there, depending on how like the yeah, you know the cup fixtures figure out with uh with twenty eight. I might move then. I might move the week before. I might move the week after. You know the the what the thing you keep hearing, isn't it? It's it's team dependent, but it's also you know yeah, keep open to, yeah. to 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 where it could go. That's the thing. I, I just say um, the best thing you can do if you've got time. Obviously, you got to remember the deadline's half six tomorrow. Uh, so mm. half six on Friday. If you do get a chance to have a quick look on one of the draft sites mm. for a thirty minutes or whatever, mm. and have a play around going forward for a couple of games and see what it is. But I don't mm. think you need to overhaul your team for this specific no. week. I don't think there's any players. Uh, well, most of us have got three Arsenal, haven't we? Most yeah, most people. most people will have three Arsenal and might already have one of the Liverpool players, sort mm. of thing. But you know, you don't need to run out and get two Everton players and two Wolves players because mm. if you're spending minus four on each of those transfers, if yeah. you get a, a net neutral on all of those minus fours, then you've, that's probably as good as you're going to do. And then what was the point in the first place? And Man City that Chester, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, it only costs yeah. two points because because you because you're, you're uh, if you get if you if you do a transfer and you play twice, you know you get, you get two, two, two a minus four is a minus two. Yeah, you can be. It, it's a nothing now, basically, isn't it? Because you might be shipping out someone who's blanking. So you know, there you go. You're starting <laughs> yeah. from there. Yeah. Starting from zero either way. Yeah. There's, we 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 convince ourselves of these things, don't we? Because it feels good, doesn't it? As Andy knows, it feels good to just go. Ah, bring in a doubler. Ah, I'll yeah. take a hit here and there. You know that. <laughs> yeah. That, that's just it, isn't it? It's part of the joy of the game as well, yeah. though, isn't it? You know, that's it. I mean, yeah. It depends how you want to play, but I'm you know averse to tr- taking hits as much as I can. Because mm. I, I mean, I'll start this game week. You know, eight points, twelve points out of a lot of people. 
Um, <laughs> you don't have a green arrow straight away. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. We'll yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking, Andy? Well, what's your uh, what's your game plan over the next few weeks? Looking at that, that looks is that a scary graphic or is it a is it a challenge? Yeah. So, uh, like for this week, I, I took out Mitrovic, who's injured, and put Darwin Nunes in. Who, mm. Who's he, I'm falling for it again? The old Darwin problem. He's looked all right <laughs> last couple of games. Look very sharp. I'm good. Yeah. Um, got a good couple of features. I know they've struggled against Crystal Palace in the past, haven't they? That's mm. one of their bogey fixtures, and what Wolves have done them over this season. So, mm. God knows what's going to happen. I've, um, like I said earlier, I took uh, one of the Newcastle defenders out, put Kilman in, and mm. then like I marked down what I'm going to do for the next couple of weeks. So I'm going to mm. take Darwin out week 26, put up, put um, Ivan Tony in. Bit of a gamble, mm. well done. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Still but, playing. Still yeah. playing, still, still playing, still and watch, playing. watch his yellow cards. He, he's on eight yellow cards now. Yeah, um, if he hits ten, it's it's a two game ban. So like, yeah. he doubles in twenty seven. So if he gets one, like you, do you really want to buy him in twenty seven if he's on nine? Because like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and that 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 also means then that ruins the two double game weeks because he blanks in twenty eight. So if he yeah, gets a yeah. two game ban. That'll run in there. If he gets his tenth yellow card during the double game week, that ruins the next double game week as well. So it's like well, so he's, oh, risky. He's, he's, he's risky. He's risky. Remember what happened with Mitrovic? Did we all have Mitrovic for the double game week and then he got booked? It's it's literally <laughs> a gamble you take, isn't it? With um, Tony, but uh, <laughs> two people uh, on the you and Tony, and he's he's a uh, he's a possible Ogden there. Someone should there. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> Ogden. Yeah, um, <laughs> we, 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 we 27. Um, I was going to go Mares to um Alexis McAllister, Brighton, mm. uh, because he's obviously going to be an option. He's been tipped up by uh, like your FPL Andy, and that is playing in more attacking position. And you know, the famous XG is XG is nice, and worth a dabble. And then I'm going to go Kilman to um. A stupor now in defence because he's got the the double game. It, it's one of them. I might go a week earlier and put like a stupor now in for a yeah. uh, take Kilman out, and then week twenty eight, I was gonna go to take Badashiel out from Chelsea and go back to either Danburn or Botman because they've got some good good fixtures coming up Newcastle from twenty eight onwards. But twenty eight will keep Badashiel in because he's gonna have a game that week. Well, uh, yeah, but are Chelsea really that any better? Well, I mean, we'll see by the time, but they're only playing Everton, so it's not like they're going to score, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one consistent thing, yeah, not, not right now, not with the way he's training those players, bleep tests and all kinds. Um, <laughs> but I was going to say, Chris, to that point, like 28 and 29, like talking broader chip strategy, that's going to be the conversation. I think especially free hit. I think people who still and most will have still have the free hit. It's that phil- philosophical question, isn't it, between using it in a blank in, in what will probably be twenty eight and using it to get yourself eleven out, or as we were saying before, to use it in twenty nine or later 
to give yourself the best possible doublers? Like, do you, do you have a like, do you land on either side of that? Is it just dependent on where you are in the world? Or like, because I, like I say, I lean to the latter. There's just something about a blank game week where I'm like, ah, if I can get seven out, you know, with a hit, maybe yeah. it's eight. You know, I'm, I'm more like that than I am to, I really loathe using a free hit in a week like that. Yeah, I think I would lean towards free hit 29 over 28. Mm. I think, mm. particularly with how long, I'd say, we, I've, I'd have got five transfers between now and then, now mm. and 28 to get things sorted out. So I think if mm. you do a bit of planning, you should be able to navigate 28. And as you mm. say, even if you only get seven or eight players out, um, that most people will. Then. That's the thing, yeah. isn't it? Most people will. And then you can free mm. hit 29. Uh, I know James mm. says that some of, they're not the most. <laughs> enticing games for the big teams but mm-hmm. you know you, you've got enough options there to really I like Brighton you could easily get um mm-hmm. your defenders from there or, or your attackers from Brentford that sort of thing so I, I, I was I was gonna I was gonna ask about because I've been looking at that Evan Ferguson uh, for Brighton mm-hmm. do you think mm-hmm. do you think he's a good option because he's not got he's only got a couple of two points his last couple of games mm-hmm. but I mean going forward for them doubles he, yeah. would you say he's a good Good choice instead of like Tony. The price is the big attraction. Like he's he's the only yeah. four and a half million striker in the game who who gets game time. Um, yeah. I, I do think he's their first choice, but they also have Danny Welbeck and that guy and, Undav. Uh, Undav, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there is competition. He 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 will play sixty minutes in the games he starts. But like, mm-hmm. if you're doing something like a wild card or a free hit, he's a great guy to mm-hmm. have because that that's four point five million. Like that's you know three million cheaper than most of the strikers who do play. That's three million mm-hmm. you can use elsewhere in your team. You know, but like mm-hmm. I, you have to be careful with the Brighton assets. Like there there is no point in loading up on, like we said, on three Brighton and three Brentford because. As you guys said, the fixtures in 27, the week, the first week they double, are so good for the big teams. United, Southampton, Liverpool, Bournemouth, Arsenal, mm. Fulham. You're not going to bench Odegaard, Saka in those games to play. Yeah, like I, I had a draft done at one point where I had Evan Ferguson in my team because I was thinking ahead of Brighton doubles. But when it came mm. to it, I found like I was just leaving him on my bench every week. So I was like, oh, yeah. what, 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 good is, what good is an asset that I'm leaving on the bench? I, I was leaving him on the bench for a double game week. It's like, well, what's the point of that? You know, I remember. I remember earlier in the season, um, yeah, when I think it was Brighton, Crystal Palace, Brentford were all playing in like a, a midweek when no one else were playing, and you know, you'd be having Dunk. I think Dunk were like got like a minus three. Dunk, it was Dunk Veltman was the one, and you got totally done over by him. So, I had them on my on my time. On my time hop on my phone, it popped up last week. It was this time last year was that game week when we all had the waff, the two waffle forwards. Who were <laughs> oh, King of Dennis. King of Dennis. And he got sent Dennis, off. Yeah. Dennis. Oh. And he and it was like Dennis was captain and he got he got minus one and he was a captain, so it was a fucking minus two. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then no, nobody's watching the second game. Disaster. Everyone was like jumping on Watford assets, and I, I was like, "That what? <laughs> like, what are they yeah. going to do? It's Watford." So I think people even triple captained him for that week because he'd scored a few. <laughs> but the that's the thing, isn't it? One one content creator starts talking about it, and it just builds up and built, and then everyone's doing it. It's like Everton this week; everyone's doing it. So <laughs> people find yeah. a foot. I fell into it last last year, and literally it was this time last year. So that's maybe a, a, a lesson there. But I don't know any other broad thoughts on the um, 
on the, on the next few weeks, Jamesy, or in, into the uh, the big the doubles in 34, 37. I think obviously, you know, the, the, the traditional, like I say, the traditional play is wild card straight into bench boost. Obviously, you'll go you'll go on opposite to that. But I think there'll be, you know, like I say, if I can hold off on it, I might not even use the free hit in twenty eight or twenty nine. Mm. Maybe mm. free hit will come out in thirty four or thirty seven. You know, they're kind of the optimum plays, aren't they? But as we keep saying, it's going to depend on uh, on where people's teams are. Yeah, I, I honestly, Benno, I would, I, w- I would say free hitting in either twenty eight or twenty nine is not the best use of the chip. Like, if you look at twenty eight and the the teams that are definitely going to play there, you probably have three Arsenal. Um, you probably have Trippier. He's going to play. Um, is Kepa your goalkeeper? Um, yes, yeah. He's playing. Um, that covers off. Yeah, sick, and you might get lucky. Players. That covers off the highly owned. You might get Liverpool, um, you know, mm. and it's and after that, and look look at the teams that are left playing games. The games aren't that attractive, you know what I mean? Um, mm. I really wouldn't panic about free hit in twenty eight. I think it wouldn't be, and I, like in twenty nine, you'll you'll come mm. to twenty nine and look at your team and go, I've got ten players doubling, you know, yeah. and I think obviously I would make up a separate free hit draft and compare it and go, will I really get that much more points? If I leave, yeah. you know what I mean. Honestly, I, I think if, if you if you still have your free hit in your back pocket by game week mm. thirty, that could mm. be really powerful later on. But but your your yeah. problem is you have your captain. Don't forget you need to you, you need like you need a game week put aside for your captain as well. You know, so like captain, yeah. there there will be small ones come up, but like you know your triple captain. I mean, sorry, yeah, um, <laughs> like you know. Make sure you don't run out of double game weeks. <laughs> and be left no the at the end, like as well, you know. It'll end up being game week thirty-seven. No one will have anything to play for, and there'll be like four doubles, and it'll just be like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah I, I don't. I haven't even got a prediction on how I'm going to do it. Like, there's even a possibility I might just go. You know what, Saka this week, like that I'll might happen. Say, you could do honestly, you could do Saka, Odegaard, Salah. This week, that's a nice double, Benno. Leicester away, Everton at home. Leicester's defense is, is rubbish. Mm. Everton, you know, relegation. I know they're more solid under himself, like, but yeah, we did well not, against them, didn't we? At yeah, home, but this is away. Not the, not the worst week to play it, and, and a good week to get an advantage on people. But what I would say is, United are going to end up with a rake of doubles. So, like, just bear that. that there are True. doubles that we don't know about yet for United, big, and you, you could get a stroke of. Yeah, you could get a stroke of luck and get two lovely home games for him or something like that, you know. And I'll be annoyed when he do, when he gets like eighteen points and not quite the full twenty, and I'll be like, for God's sake, because <laughs> <laughs> it's not much at the end of the day, is it really? But like, it'll no, feel not, like it's it no is. difference. Yeah. It'll feel like it is. <laughs> I think the, the triple captain's the weakest of the chips, anyway. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, any other thoughts on the doubles lads coming forwards or the blanks? Any anything else on uh, on navigating that? It's a it's a wait and see. I think really wait for the mm. FA Cup games and. Mm. Uh, reassessing uh, another game week. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, definitely. Just for for people planning ahead, I, I would say just bear in mind Aston Villa, Chelsea, and Newcastle because if if you look at the fixtures, mm. they're the three teams with reasonable assets that mm. they will definitely play in twenty eight, and then the following week will double in twenty nine. So, mm. like if 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 you don't have chips left. And you're looking to get really good value for your for your, you know, that's that wouldn't be a bad minus four if you're getting in mm-hmm. a good Chelsea asset or a good Villa asset for those two mm-hmm. game weeks. You know what I mean? Because you're you're one transfer you're playing three times in the space of of a couple of game weeks. You know, so um, mm-hmm. it's it's an awful pity 
Crystal Palace are so bad this year because if you look at them, they, they have <laughs> no blanks the whole way through. Again, James, no know. way, no, 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 never, ever again, never happening. Don't care. Mm. Even if he transfers so- to a good team, I'm not going to fucking do it. Never. <laughs> Somebody offered. Him, I think it was Connor. I think it was. I don't want to blame him. Offered me him uh, this uh, this week in a, in a in a nice little uh, straight swap of Martinelli. I turned him down. Um, <laughs> it made me think, but no. Um, but yeah, there's there's plenty out there as far as resources. Just you know, obviously we have Ben Crallon's transfer planner on there. Mentioned FPL dot team. Definitely head there as far as. Uh, Planning your transfers going forward, and they have the uh, the transfer planner from Planet FPL there. You know, people are making you know FPL fo- FPL focal here with a bloody you know a Venn diagram, <laughs> trying to figure out who plays when. <laughs> look at stuff like that. You know, you can look at well, who's playing both. You know, double game weeks twenty seven and twenty nine, but also confirmed to play blank, blank game week twenty eight. You know, it is. It's like it's that meme I said. It's like always sunny with Charlie on the wall with all the uh, all the different bits <laughs> of paper and arrows going everywhere. It's a complex time of year, but it's it's, it's the fun time of year, isn't it, James? As we keep saying, it's it's we, it's, like, this I, I love I love this time of year because it's as as I said earlier in our chat, it's it's the time of year where the photo reel in your phone just oh, becomes God. nothing but sc- screenshots <laughs> of. You suddenly you suddenly do a wildcard draft and go, this is the one. I better screenshot it so I don't forget it later. And then you look back at your phone. You're like, Jesus, I've got nothing but 100. And my notes app on my phone is plans and what to do here and who to bring in. And sure, and like, well, like we said, James, the more plans you make, the more you get to go, yeah, I had him. He was in draft four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I'm so hard done by. You it, get, to, you get to do that, don't you? Or you, you, you assemble a really, a really um, precarious house of cards where you know your transfer for the next five weeks ago. I'm going to bring him in here, going to move him around, I'm going to put him on the bench. One injury and the whole thing is fucked and you have to go back to the drawing board, you know, and that's what will happen. Or, or a Tony ban or something like that, you know. So, like, it's in a way we're fools to plan too far ahead because, like, every single time you plan far ahead, this game bites you in the ass, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and two or three, you suddenly wake up one morning and look at your team, there's three red, there's three red flags on it. You're like, oh, for fuck's sake, like, oh, what's happened here? You know, so it's, you know, plan, but also realize that you have to be flexible and you have to think on your feet. And the amount of times I've put a, a big, long plan in my notes app and look back at it and said, sure, I never did that because suddenly <laughs> I, I, I suddenly had two or three other fires to put out elsewhere in my team, you know, so it's, you oh, have to be boy. flexible as well, you know. Well, to that point, Jamesy, uh, we've got uh, some screen grabs of uh, of where your wild card is uh, sat at the minute as we get into our, our teams for uh, for this week. Uh, how many changes have you made since you uh, you sent me the screen grab at, uh, at seven oh nine pm tonight? There's already uh, been a couple. There has, <laughs> 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 honestly, yeah. Um, Brilliant. I'll, I'll try and zoom in a little bit, but uh, how are you shaping up? How is it looking in general? Yeah, no, I'm. I, it won't change much. Like all I'm doing at the moment is is changing around 4.5 million defenders and four, you know, there's nothing, the the, the the big things won't change, you know what I mean? And I'm not going to go through it player by player and be here all night, but mm. um, like th- th- there were, there were players in it that I felt like I couldn't not have. I yeah. felt like selling Trippier wouldn't be the best idea because you will want him back at some point and everybody owns him. Obviously you're going to keep Haaland. Obviously you're going to keep Rashford. I felt like you have to keep Odegaard and Saka. And as I said, one of the things I wanted to do was get off Martinelli and get on to Odegaard finally. Um, And yeah, as I said, like I kind of talked about it earlier, I feel like it is a balanced wild card where I'm not gone crazy on any of the double game weeks, but I have good players who are doubling in every game week, you know, that kind of a way. And I also feel like it covers, like I have Mings, you know, you you might think Tyrone Mings, why would you have him in? 
but he's 4.3 million. He um, he will definitely play in this game week. He will definitely play in 28. If we get that far, he'll play in 32, and he also doubles in 29. You know, so he's for a 4.3 million defender, not bad. You know what I mean? Um, and similarly, Watkins, I think, is, is is a good guy to have at the moment. He's he's really in good form. He's they sold Danny Ings, so there's no rotation risk. He's definitely going to play every week. The manager seems to really like him. And again, you're going to get it. You're going to, you know, he will help in the blank game weeks when other people will be, you know, will be without players and that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, as I said, I, I just, you know, I, I'm trying to have players for all the doubles, but you can't, like, like I did a draft of this where I was like, right, I want three Brentford and three Brighton. I want to load my team up with those guys because they double in 27, 29. And I soon realized that meant benching the likes of Odegaard, Saka, Salah. In, in game weeks, they have great games. Um, do I want to have, like, what three Brentford players would I like to have in my team when the doubles yep. are over? You know, and it's like, okay, Rhea, great keeper, and Tony. But then ben after me. that, you're like, Ben, ben yeah, me, but, one, yeah, ben but, but then, it's, it, then it's double Brentford defence you have. You know, you yeah. ha- I have the keeper, so do I want a second defender? You know, I mean, that's, so what, like, that's, what I, that's what I have. I have a yeah. double Brentford defence. Well, what, I roll tape between Rhea and. Uh, Ramsdale at the moment. Yeah, and I th- that that's a decent tip as well for people is when you do play your wild card, try and make sure you have two goalkeepers that double in the week you do your bench boost because you want to try yeah. and get the most. Like so, like in twenty nine, both Rea and Kepa have doubles. So you know things like that where you you, know, you have to try and plan ahead. And as I said, like I I again all week when I was doing my drafts for this. I was loading up on the Liverpool players and I was like, I must have three Liverpool players for 25. And I realised that there's too much value in them. Like I I had Trent in my team and Trent is a decent punt for this week, but Trent has also been very poor this week and Trent is still 7.3 million. You know what I mean? And I I can use that. In the end, I took him out and I put a four and a half million defender in instead of him who had a double. And it was like, I get the two games out of that guy and that's three million I can use elsewhere in my team. You know, so as I said... The main advice I would give people is don't go extra heavy on any one week and try and try and think three or four weeks ahead and try and have a little for every week, kind of. You know what I mean? And I think that's the most balanced way to approach it, really. Definitely. And you've got a captain option for pretty much all those doubles. I can already kind of work out the uh, the pattern there as well. Like, who's this week? Who's the uh, the captain this week? Um, so I still think it, between Salah and Saka, I think. Mm. Um, I'm leaning towards Salah, but... Hmm. I'll think it over for the rest of. The, I, I don't. I don't know for sure. Like, Ed versus half, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like the thing with Salah is he could explode. You know what I mean? And, and we know he has it in him. And like, if they lost five two the other night against Real Madrid, if that was a Champions League game, he would have got fifteen points or something like that because he yeah. scored and he got an assist. You know, so even even in a loss, mm-hmm. he's, he looks a little bit more back to himself. I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Like, there's. Maybe 27, I'm hoping to bring Ivan Tony in. He'd, he'd be, mm. I think he's nearly the best captaincy option that week, you know. So yeah. it's the great thing about Haaland going off the boil is there's a, there's a bit more debate to be had about the captaincy and it's an opportunity like like yeah. when like Chris Especially when he got on Rashford when most other people had Haaland. There's opportunities now to go against him, you know what I mean? And you don't feel as scared to go against him anymore. And that's good for the game, I think. And that will start to differentiate things and help people move up their leagues very fast as well if they if they need it, you know. 
You say that though, but he's against Bournemouth this week and he's probably scoring four. But the, yeah. <laughs> is that stat in the about in, in it like six of the last ten away from home is blanked, like yeah. goal wise. Yeah, and that's away, isn't it? Bournemouth away, is it? Yeah, Bournemouth away, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Like he's he's always an option. You can't discount him ever. I just I, I would usually favour the doubler. Just you know, just yeah. For the fun of it, almost, you know. What I mean? So I have two matches to watch. Be, two goes, it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, look, looking at your lot, Chris, you sent us uh, two screenshots of uh, two possible uh, routes you're going to go. One was bringing uh, Onana and uh, Pickford in, and uh, the other one was uh, Mikalenko and uh, and Salah. Have you uh, you settled mm. on uh, on either uh, strategy for this week? It's waiting on extra news for KDB, really, because if he's mm. fit, then I'm keeping KDB over Salah, mm. and I'm captain mm. captain in Odegaard. Interesting. Which, uh, yeah, I don't think anybody would be uh, recommended to do. But um, <laughs> Odegaard, because I've not got Saka, uh, mm. and I wouldn't put it on an uh, Eddie and Ketia. Mm. Uh, Odegaard is, um, you know, uh, bonus point merchant. He'll get you know two or three bonus points in pretty much every game he plays. He's mm. good for an assist or a goal. So with a double mm. game week, I'd, I'd fan- I wouldn't mind. Um, yep. Captain in, in that. Um, if I did bring Salah in, I'd captain mm. Salah. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah. It was just kind of I, I made the wrong call on bringing Edison in for Kepa. I chased the extra games sort of thing. Even though Edison's played almost double the amount of games than Kepa's had since the World Cup, Kepa's outscored him by about 10, 15, 20 points or something stupid. Yeah. And don't uh, bench so Kepa is another lesson I've learned over the last few weeks. So that we <laughs> award. Yeah, yeah, don't even so look at the picture. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind getting rid of Edison uh, while yeah. I've got the two transfers. And as I say, I- I'd I'd go uh, Mikolenko over um, Tarkowski just because I don't think Tarkowski is uh, likely to yeah. get a goal and Mikolenko is better from open play uh, mm. for assists and that sort of thing. And they both get the same clean sheet. So it's a differential mm. in, in that sort of thing. Um, yeah. If I was getting a keeper in Pickford because he's got the doubles and he doesn't have any blanks coming up, no blanks. And while yeah. the Everton defence isn't guaranteed clean sheets, he does mm. make a lot of saves because yep. the way the Deitch, Deitch plays now is he forces people to take shots from distance. And one mm. thing Pickford is good at is stopping shots from distance. So yep. um, yeah, that's like where his favour sort of it. Yeah, when he had when he had Pope at Burnley, it was exactly the same. He used to get so many save bonuses because, as you said, saving soft shots from distance. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. they try to um, prevent high xG shots. Is one of the things Sean Dyche is uh, known for as his uh, defensive. We are Burnley now. This might as well be a Burnley mug. Might as well just yeah. just swap it top <laughs> of the logo over and everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, uh, non FPL related, but there is a great um, YouTube. An interview with Sean Dyche uh, at the moment where he's. Uh, he, he oh, you mentioned about, that, yeah. Yeah, he talks yeah, about an hour and a half about his uh, tactics and that sort of stuff. Um, and there's an interesting one that he's he's been on the uh, Ben Foster podcast as well. Yeah. Uh, talking just random stuff as well. So um, you kind of get an idea for the the mindset of how he tries to set things up uh, through yeah, that. Yeah. And yeah, from an FPL perspective, it's really good for obviously defenders and, and the keeper uh, with like Pickford and stuff. So. Um, yeah. Could be worth looking at this year, tail end of this year, probably starting the next year, sort of thing. You're probably thinking people will have an Everton defender in their team if he stay up, obviously. But um, yeah. looking better now, looking yeah, better exactly, now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah, I'm just going to wait on KDB news. If nothing really comes out, I'll probably make the Salah switch 
Uh, yep. Because I'd rather have 180 minutes guaranteed than whether Pep roulette as to whether he wants uh, KDB playing with mm. the sniffles. So uh, mm. we'll see. But yeah, rest of the team's fairly set. I'm sticking with Kane. Um, no real thoughts about moving down to Darwin. Um, mm. And I'm getting rid of Trippier over Shaw because I have more money tied up in Shaw. If I yeah. get rid of him, I, it cost me about 0.6, 0.7 to get him back. Whereas because I got on Trippier quite late, it will only cost me 0.3 to get Trippier back in. So, Yeah, it's a good point that people should pay attention to that, obviously. Yeah, mm. If they are looking at the, you know both of them sitting on the on the bench this week and thinking, oh, well, I've got to play him, play it in. Like, double check how much you'd, uh, you'd be selling them for and how much it costs you to buy them back because it might... Uh, it might shock you with those, with those two. But yeah. yeah, moving on to you, Andy. I'm going to get a quick look at, uh, at your lot uh, for this week. Uh, captaincy sitting on uh, on Darwin at the minute. You mentioned your, your transfers before. Going in at the minute uh, with nine men. Um, is that the uh, is that the plan or are you going to be tempted? Yeah. I mean, this feels like a Mr. Hits. Mr. Chips week to me. Like, you know, like we said, a minus four is only a minus two if they give you the two players. That's why I've done with Gilman in it. A minus four is only a minus two, uh, yeah. to be honest. But no, I don't think there's any intention to get get rid of. Can ben I talk you into it? Because I I was listening to Ben in questions today, and you know what? Never mind the minus two talk. They were literally like, "Well, literally right now, me and Sh- me and Shaw are making you zero, aren't you? If you yeah. if you spend four points each on bringing two players in who are playing twice." The starting of four points. It's only upside after that, mate. It's minus zero at that point. <laughs> Come on, Andy. No, no. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, with Shaw, I've had him for quite a long time, so I've got money tied Fair up enough. in him. Ben, 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 me, as I've said, he's got the doubles coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm not, no chance I'm getting rid of any of my benches. The Trippier, Rashford, Matoma. The, the thing is, with Matoma, I could go to someone like. Andreas, but what for? Four points. Yeah. Two two doubles coming four, up as well. Yeah. But four yeah. and six points. So there's not. There's. I think the only one who's gonna, you know, fuck me over is Riyad Mahrez, where he plays mm-hmm. or not. Who know? Who know? Who knows what Pep's gonna do? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. that's probably gonna be the only one. But yeah, if I get, I don't know these sort of weeks. If you've only got nine players, mm-hmm. forty fifty points is. All I'm probably going to get in it. Mm, that's you, you the thing. Would, you would think. Yeah, that's it. And you know, it, it's one of. The, I didn't think you'd be the voice of reason, Andy, as far as uh, chips and uh, and points yeah. go. But that's the thing you got. To, as much as I joke about it, it's a minus zero. At the end of the day, you've also got to think about well, what happens then next week when you know you realise, oh, I want them me back. Oh, I want to, you know, bring in some for the double in twenty-seven. You spend yeah. the points at some point, don't you? That's it. And I'm, sp- I'm, spe- I'm spending it on Aston Villa and Everton duffers. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm just not of the thing of bringing them in. I know they play on them blank game weeks, but the shit mm. basically aren't they? And also, does it matter that you have nine players starting when it when it actually because it's actually fourteen players starting because you have five of them doubling like you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. you know, I, I, ignore the fact that it's nine players on the pitch. You have fourteen players starting matches this week. That's all that matters, really. You know what I mean? And you're better off having, you know, Odegaard having two games than 
spending a minus four to bring in a Wolves defender or an Everton defender who has two games. You know what I mean? So, like, as long as you have the big hitters covering the doubles and that kind of thing, you're going to be fine. You know what I mean? Well, and and these, these, these blank game weeks are always a bit of a damp squib where we get all worked up about them, then everybody gets 30 and we all move on to the next week and it's grand. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, don't I mean, panic too much. I mean, as in terms of Wolves defenders, I think Kilman was like the most attacking one I, I, I was thinking of. There's also obviously like Craig Dawson, he, he can pop up with one for, from a corner. Um, mm. Who else was there? Probably that Semedo, he's an option, mm. but he's expensive. I think, though, I mean, I think, Kilman's I think, only 4.4, you know. Yeah, and he looked to be the one with the highest, you know, form mark as well. So yeah. it's worth just. And, he's, and he'll, he'll probably too. play in 28 as well. So another, another game, you know. Yeah. So like it's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the way to look at it. And yeah, you never know. You never know. It could uh, you never know what can happen in uh, in one of these. Uh, this it, that's the thing about this week. It's one of those. It's a double and it's a blank week. So like if anything wild was gonna was gonna happen. It's uh, it's gonna be this week. But to bring up my lot, and we've kind of turned this uh, this show into a, a advert for a FPL team. Um, but this is uh, this is my lot at the, at the mini um, on that website. Um, so right now I can get eleven out, uh, depending on whether uh, whether Mitrovic is uh, is going to be all right. So I'm I'm kind of waiting for Friday for uh, for news on that. So that that is a a possible consideration. But I've got two point five million in the bank, um, which has been in a hole in my pocket. Mitrovic can immediately um, become Darwin. Uh, I don't know if I can get me drafts up at the minute to uh, to bring that up. But yeah, it's kind of. It's definitely possible. It's just going to be a question of whether, you know, um, I make any more hits um, for that. But I'm leaning not. Um, there's a part, know, there's definitely a part of me. At one point, I was considering sacrificing Kane. Um, and that was kind of the way to afford. Because I've got right now, up until price changes tonight, I've got the exact money to do Kane to Darwin. And then uh, I think it's, yeah, it's Mares. Um, I can do to Salah, and I'd have mm. two double Liverpool coming in. But it's more as I'm less asked about. You know, like I've been burned by Pep, um, so I'm not bothered about. But it's Kane out to do that, and to me, I just you know for a one week Liverpool punt, just mm. doesn't seem worth it really. Um, so yeah, I think think of it if I'd if, if I do more, anything, um, it's going to be Darwin and for Mitro. What was that? Yeah, I was just going to say I'd be more inclined to get rid of that guy. Um, so yeah. if you did Mitro to Darwin and then Ake mm. down to an Everton Wolves or Aston Villa defender, and then you yeah. kind of if you do it to a double team, double game player, then mm. you kind of negate the hit, yeah, sort of thing you'd expect, uh, as we've kind of touched on, whichever way you feel about how those those things work. But you, yeah, mm. you could go down to any one of the players that we've mentioned throughout the podcast, the sort of thing, and then because Ake's. Who knows with Ake's numbers at the minutes at the minute? You got Laporte and Diaz coming back. You've got Akanji playing, the mm. playing three at the back, and the playing yeah. Rodri at left back. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just staying. I'm staying away from City now because it's not. It's yeah. not worth. I. Yeah. It, it will hurt me the odd week when Mares has a big score and that, but the weekly hassle of it. Like we all thought, Akanji and Ake were nailed going into that yeah. double game week they had, and sure neither of them started either game. And it's just like. I don't think Pep himself has a full grasp of what he's doing at the moment. The only thing I'd say, Benno, I know I talked you into keeping Kane a couple of weeks the last time we spoke. The only <laughs> thing about Kane is you have a lot of money tied up, like he's, what, 11 and a half or whatever. Yeah. He doesn't have any doubles coming up. 
No. And he's going to blank in 28, I would imagine. Yeah. So, like, it, it is one of those ones, like, I, I, as I said, I argued passionately in favor of keeping him the last time we spoke. Mm. I did my wild card <laughs> and he's gone, you know, because it's just that there are, you know, when you're you not do a wild card and you're moving everything around, you mm. can spend the money for him in a law. Like, you, you can be three or four, you can, ha- you can buy somebody who has maybe three more games than him in the next five or six weeks, you know, so... Just, that's you know, the argument. Don't be tied do, to him either, you know. Do you yeah. think um, as well with like um, like Liverpool attackers coming back, like your Firmino's, Jotters, Gakpo's, yeah. their options? They could get loads of. They could get minutes over Darwin easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe not so much Salah, but yeah, yeah no one. Well, well, no one they, they sort of said. I think Klopp said like Firmino and um, Jota probably got a couple more weeks mm. to get up to full match fitness. So it's probably worth mm. going with Darwin now and then getting rid of him a couple of weeks yeah, down the line when the, yeah. the big players are back. That's my Dang. current plan. And just to show people the, yeah, the dot team websites of this is my current plan with Darwin uh, in for Mitro. Um, if I do stick to that plan. Um, but yeah, they've got the, uh, the great system now where they show you all the doubles um, with projected fixtures yeah, from uh, our friends over at planet FPL, which is great. And you click that button and it literally now gives you projected uh, fixtures right through to the end of the season where the doubles are, 34 yeah. and 37. Um, and you can literally go through. Um, and they haven't paid us for this, by the way, um, and set your team <laughs> up for uh, for each of the weeks. So there's me in 26. <laughs> That's what I look like in 27. And then 28 for the uh, the blanks, obviously. I've got a bit of surgery that might be uh, might okay. be needed here if James's <laughs> predictions come true. Um, so you know it's good, it's it's good for that. And then yeah, like I say, 29 when the uh, the doubles come in. I've got a lot of double players in the uh, in my squad already, which has maybe put me off free hit there. So mm-hmm. uh, website worth its weight in gold, and uh, yeah, it's oh, definitely it's uh, definitely helped put things into context for me today. Um, so there we go. But yeah, that's it. Uh, that's our future plans, but we should uh Shouldn't go before uh, having a quick look at uh, what's going on uh, over on the uh, the draft side. Um, I was going to say, do we have to? But I'm actually feeling uh, pretty good no. about the draft. I'm going to go now, lads. <laughs> no, right? yeah. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's going on at the minute for, uh, for you, Jamesy, in, uh, in this thing? It's, uh, <laughs> it's tight, though, at the bottom. Like, I it feel is, like I'm getting is. out of the mire, but I'm still a few points away from it. Like, I'm... Mm. There's me. I'm, I'm highlighted in seventh at a, yeah. a 32 points now. But you know that's seven ahead of you. Like it's not far, really. There's a there's a bit of a a dogfight going on at the uh, the bottom of the uh, the draft table at the minute, mate. We've we've dragged Will in for a long time. Yeah. It was me, <laughs> me, Connor, and JP basically mm. swapping positions between the bottom three and moving up, but never moving any further than say third from bottom. But we've dragged yeah. Will down now, so um. The next, I have to get Matty involved in it now, and then it'll be a four-way battle, and that's when it'll start, that's when it'll start to get interesting. See, that's the thing. He's been talking like his season's over, but he's eighth. You know, he's sitting pretty at the minute. You know, he needs to maybe have more players than just Aguero. <laughs> but, you know, what is that? Sorry, Harlem. What year is it? <laughs> as long as he has Holland, he has a chance. Like, that's yeah. The thing. That's it. That's it. Um, Fifteen this week, unfortunately for him. But you never know. Haaland uh, explodes and uh, and he does well. But yeah, looking at that, obviously, um, you know, as far as uh, us lot in the mix, Andy, you're up to uh, to third in the draft. So you know, you're, in, yeah. you're getting into the money positions there, mate. But uh, I am. Yeah. I, I I would say last week was a great great week for me because everyone else like lost around us, and even this, mm-hmm. even coming up this week with um, Eddie Sideburns' mm-hmm. team. He's all he's got all the Newcastle plays Newcastle oh, yeah. players and yeah. he's got about eight players out. 
And I don't yeah. think Eddie's going to get shut of them, is he? Because they like his big, his big cash cow in that team. That's um, are you playing this week, Andy? Who have you got? Um, I think I've got um, just one. Oh, I've got you. Hello, Benno. Benno. Oh, you have, mate. You have. Sorry, just just happened to be bringing up my team. You might notice there's a lot of uh, a lot of double things. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine doublers. You, you you wouldn't be unhappy with that in the main draft in the main game. Well, well then again, with mine, I've got one, two, three, four, five. I've got six doublers as well. So, so I've got oh, I've got free, free Everton, who did mm-hmm. me well last week. I had Seamus Coleman fifteen points. A wall will be seven. I've got um, Jorginho and Trossard, who are, you know, still looks like starters now in the Arsenal team. I, mm. I have got Neil Mope up front, who's not going to hit a cow's ass <laughs> with a banjo, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got Salah in there as a double. Yeah. And... You've got to, I was going to say that I've got more doublers than you, but I think, like, you know, Gomez there, for example, chances are that's not going to happen, mm. is it? So, you know. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Could, could, be, could be, a, be an interesting match that I think this week. Then it'll be a big score. Mm. The, the, thing, there, the thing about the draft is mm. just getting someone who plays two games in a double mm. can be quite like it's not great in the main game, but if no. you can get a guy who gets three or four points, just mm. gets on the pitch for ninety minutes in two games, that, that's quite powerful. In this, when when the margins, you know, when, when the games often come down to. Two or three mm. points, anyway. You know. But fun, funnily yeah. enough, James, he, I was calling Aston Villa defenders beforehand, and I've stuck Tyrone Mings in my t- in my draft team because I know he'll play for his, uh, Mings, he, <laughs> his two points. Yeah, yeah. It's worth doing. It's worth doing. But yeah, you know, uh, some uh, some big games there uh, last week. Chris, uh, obviously, the US smashing uh, Eddie uh, Eddie Sideburns there, forty six to 16. Me and James, you had the game there, but you know, I've already uh, talked enough shit today. Uh, Will JP <laughs> <laughs> this week as well. Obviously, Matty on the losing end there. Connor and Gareth with that, 40 to 39. Ooh. That's a killer uh, for poor Gareth. Uh, the orders, uh, what he was looking at there. Yeah, Gareth's very diverse squad there. He might, he might, uh, he might do well over the, uh, the next few weeks. Martinez, um, minus three, isn't it? The, uh, that's killed him. That's uh, what it is. That's what's yeah. done him, isn't it? Minus three. Oh, he'll be fuming. He'll be fuming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, still all to play for. Like I say, Eddie and uh, and the other Chris are in the uh, in the top two spaces there. Andy, you're not far behind. Chris, you're uh, in fifth at this point. I'm quite happy with me, with mid table mediocrity. I think I've finished somewhere around there. As long as I'm not in the mire with uh, with Will and Jamesy and the lads, I'll uh, I'll take it. I'll take it definitely uh, this year. But yeah, as far as fixtures coming up, yeah, like I say me and Andy this week. Uh, Matty and Gareth, there you go, and a nice little. Uh, Nice little grapple got derby coming up, James. You got a uh, Chris Elliott and a uh, Crystal and A. You got a uh, you got Will Cooling there as well. So all yeah, still to play for. Be, in the uh, should be a lovely win for me there. Famous <laughs> last words, but I managed to get the two players. Uh, Be the two players Chris, I did for this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll do transactions again. As Matty was saying, we were saying when Matty was on, the transactions are busy. Like I put about twelve requests in this week and got like <laughs> yeah. two of them. Like there's a yeah. lot going on, it's isn't there? A lot lead, of like people. I remember last year by this point. People had lost interest almost, but like everybody's engaged in it this year. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really under the radar picks today, so I'm, I w- I'm going to say we research and everything. <laughs> I love it. You know, with forwards on there, I know he's mm. he don't look like he's playing. Hot. Jamie Vardy's in like the forward pool now. I put in for him and didn't get him, so I'm assuming somebody got him. 
Right. Um, yeah. But I, I did put in for him for that reason because I thought, oh, you could always get back in the start at 11. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some odd ones turn up, don't they? And it's like, yeah, you take your, take your oh, shot. Oh, you, you didn't get him because you must have got somebody before Welbeck. So he must still be in there. Oh, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, Mateta. I think I had ahead of him just because of their double coming up. Uh huh. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Oh well. There you go. Andy giving the tips out on it. Maybe I'll go back to the drawing board, have a second thought about that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Love it. Well, uh, just before we go then, yeah, just as we always do, we'll have uh, one quick uh, last look at the uh, the grapple uh, league table at this point. Uh, right now on top is semi Enders, Mark Bleakley. Um currently yeah, I think he's twenty fourth in the overall in the uh, world. No, I forty seventh now. Forty seventh in the is. world at the minute. Ridiculous, yeah. Forty-fifth, forty-fifth yeah. in the world. Who is he? Uh, <laughs> we ever figure out? I tried to, I tried to search for a Twitter, and I couldn't come up with anything. Oh, um, so doing well, doing well. If you, if you're out there, please uh, come and appear on the podcast and tell us what to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What we do with it? <laughs> Adam so still doing well in second, yeah, and James, yeah. there you are in, uh, in third. Where's Adam in the world? Actually, out of interest. He must be uh, doing He's well. had some good weeks, is Adam. Three and a half thousand. Top three and a half thousand, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good to see. Good lad, Adam. Happy. Must be made up with that. 66 points this week. Doing well, doing well. But uh, yeah, James, he's still in the mix for the uh, the overall uh, Grapple League there and uh, in third. And then I think there's a uh, a big jump until you start seeing some of our names. Uh, Jordan there in 14th. <laughs> not doing too bad. Blaine there in, uh, in ninth. Good, good to see there as well. Um, can't see any any hula hands in the uh, in the uh, in the top lot so There's far. There JP winning the uh, the hula hand league at the uh, at the minute there. So yeah, JP having a uh, a decent year as well. But as we always do, let's uh, go to the uh, the shameful uh, part of this league and uh, is it Roberto Carlos? <laughs> <laughs> He's never catching anyone as easily. He's lost his login. I reckon Roberto Carlos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> done by the Russians, like me. <laughs> Sitting there, rock bottom. Oh, there's Lee Malone there, one five four. That's a name I recognise. Keith Harris, um, not doing it particularly well as well. Jordan Varley there as well. Um, but yeah, that's the uh, that's the part of the league you don't want to be. And I'm glad to not see any of the uh, the Grapple FPL club uh, types down there. No yeah. more, not seeing Will's name down there anymore. Matty. Uh, Matty's, Matty's one three there. nine, but he's green, green arrows for Matty as you mentioned. Yeah, and Martin's arrows, just up above as well there, green arrow. Oh, that's good to see because Martin was right in it, wasn't he, for a while? Yeah, there you go. There's Bushby's, uh, Bushby's babes there in, uh, in solid form. Not a bad team, good. that, yeah. Hmm? Yeah, well, well set for the coming weeks as well. So there we go. So, yeah, hopefully uh, Martin, might be, as, as one of our few podcast listeners, might have uh, taken some uh, some tips today. But there we go. That's it. That's it, lads. So, yeah, been a, another great podcast. I think we, we said, didn't we, we were going to um, – we said that the top James, it's going to be the Roman Reigns schedule um, for the rest of the season. We'll be uh, <laughs> jumping in when it's important, which is pretty much a lot of the game weeks uh, yeah. coming up. Um, obviously, got double game week 25 this week, but the next double is uh, 27. Um, so we're planning on uh, – Doing a podcast leading into it into that week as well as uh, the big fat one in uh, in twenty nine after the uh, the international break. But yeah, come that podcast. Hopefully, yeah, we'll in fact, definitely we'll know a bit more about the uh, the blanks in twenty eight as well. But yeah, past that. Anything else, lads? Anything anyone wants to plug? Andy, what you been up to? Um, drinking. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Any pubs you want to plug? <laughs> um, I, I, I would recommend go to Lincoln for a weekend. Lovely place. Okay. 
Uh, I'd recommend Nottingham, just not on a stag. Um, but, you know, great place. Uh, <laughs> had a great time. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, that's it for us uh, for another FPL club. As we always say, the audio f- uh, feed is available wherever podcasts are sold. Get that there. But, yeah, keep an eye on the Grapple YouTube and the, and the Grapple Twitch. And we should be back again for Game Week 27. Cheers for tuning in and all. We'll see you again soon. Dubrovka. <laughs> <Chef>. <laughs> <laughs> Good night.